to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. Very excited to be here tonight. We have a a lot of amazing things that are going to be happening here, so pull up a chair, get all cozy and comfy. I uh, want to let you know, first off, I am very sick tonight, and I may be having to mute myself to cough or do some other strange, horrible thing that you do when you're sick. I have Jimmy Ray Davis, the word machinist, coming on, and he's going to be hosting with me this evening for a while, as long as I can keep him on, just in case I have to sneeze or something like that, and I don't want to, like, you know, sneeze, sneeze all over you guys. That would be like so uncool. So just a heads up on that. We don't always do it pretty here, but we do always do it. The number to call in if you would like to read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. We have some stuff to go over, so let's get into that. While I do this, grab your pen and paper, your journals, whatever it is you're going to write down because we'll be doing our Inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop in just a moment. But let's go ahead and get this other stuff over with first. We are looking to do some workshops. We have some that are scheduled. I just can't get anyone scheduled to meet up with mine so we can get them recorded. <laughs> but if you're interested in doing a workshop with us, please let me know. It can be on anything. Uh, you don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do one of these. You can pre-record it on your computer and send me the file, and we can play it on the show. We can do a live show if you want, or we can do a combination of both. The uh, episodes can be anywhere from 30 minutes to three hours long, and, um, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So if you have an idea for a workshop, let me know. If you want to do one and you don't have an idea, get with me anyway, and we'll we'll cook up something together, all right? I want to make sure that we take a moment and thank our sponsors. Those are the people who stepped up to the plate last year and helped cover our 2022 broadcasting license. Those of you who uh, helped contribute towards that, I want to make sure that you always get the recognition you deserve. On behalf of myself and the entire, entire Speakeasy community, we love you guys and thank you. Our sponsors are... Karen Depth Rider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. I also want to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of John Music Mankays. The Appalachian poet Philip Kent Church, Rain Man, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Terry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. It's still hard to get through that list. So thank you. Thank you, all of you who uh, helped contribute towards our broadcasting license last year. We are coming up on our 16th year anniversary. Our anniversary show is going to be on December 1st. So mark that, save that date, make sure that you're here. It's going to be an amazing show. If you want to uh, write something special for it or, you know, whatever, 
um, just kind of a heads up when we're going to be doing that. We're also going to be starting our, speaking of sponsors, we're also going to be starting at the same time, we'll be starting our fundraiser for our 2023, God, 2023. Remember when we were little kids thinking about, thinking about 2023? I thought we'd all like to have like little, you know, rosy robot house cleaners by now. All right, so anyway, yes, we'll be starting our fundraiser at the same time. So yay for us making it through 17 years, and I'm very excited for all of this coming up. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm not even going to tell you why I'm laughing. Um, but yeah, very excited about that. So now, next thing, you guys know what it is? Dun, dun, dun. Where is it? Where is it? What happened to my thing? Everything. The, just so you know, we're having some issues with the lines tonight, okay? And everything's kind of messing up. So let's see if we can get this back up so I can actually do the show with you, right? Okay. All right. So anyway, it is time for our Inspiration from the Inkwell Mini Workshop. Have your papers and pencils ready? You ready to go? Ready to go? Okay. So... This is it. If you, as I go through this, if you do not catch everything or if I get you lost somewhere along the way, do not panic. You can come back after the show has aired and listen to it in the podcast from our archives and start and stop and write down things at your leisure. All right. We are going to be starting off with our poetry prompts, which we will be using in the first three of the four weekly writing tasks I'm giving out tonight. So let's start out by sharing those prompts with you. Now, as I go through these, remember, poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. They can be the title of your poem, that can be a line in your poem, or the general concept of your poem. Beyond those guidelines, whatever you do with it is up to you. So, number one, and I think this is something that I'm going to be doing for a little bit just because it's fun. Last week, our first prompt was part one. First, let me introduce myself. And so our first prompt for a while, I'm going to continue on. So our first prompt for this week is part two. So part one was, first, let me introduce myself. Part two, the handful of, li- the handful of likely suspects. So that's your first prompt. Part two, the handful of likely suspects. All right. Prompt three, when the light fades. Or no, that's prompt two, when the light fades. Prompt, prompt three. Room 1434, memories like shadows that linger. Memories like shadows that linger. Number five, cigarette smoke and old bourbon. Cigarette smoke and old bourbon. Number six, dirty window view of the city. Dirty window view of the city. Number seven, the smell of rain on asphalt. The smell of rain on asphalt. Number eight, the buzz of neon. The buzz of neon. Number nine, broken midnight. Broken midnight. I love this one. Ten, my muse is a compulsive liar. My muse is a compulsive liar. Number eleven, keys pound in heartbeat. Keys pound in heartbeat. Twelve, 
when the demons are out. When the demons are out. Number 13, sacrificial prayers. Sacrificial prayers. And 14, strange remains. Strange remains. And there's a bonus one, and you'll understand why later. Um, bonus one, number 15, is it really was a dark, stormy night. It really was a dark, stormy night. Now, you can write one poem to each of the prompts. You can mix and match the prompts and grab line 9 and 8 and 13 and go, oh, boy, let's use 3. All right, mix and match the prompts. Or you can get real froggy, and it should be very easy to do this this week, and that is use all the lines in one poem. Use all the lines, all the prompts in one poem. All right? So next, let's go over to your pick apart a prompt writing exercise for the week. This exercise is to highlight that what we do with prompts before we write to them is far more important than what we do write to them because nobody wants to be basic. Nobody wants to write the predictable. So how do you get away from that? How do you get away from writing a poem about something orange in October? How do you find other things to write about? When we hear something that inspires us, we all have a knee-jerk reaction, and our brain, will, like a computer, will pull up the most recent, the strongest memory, the thing we associate it with the most. And that's usually what we write about. But what if we reject those commonplace knee-jerk reaction easy ideas and hunt for something deeper? That's what this exercise will help you do. So to begin this, I want you to start out by writing the first prompt at the top of your page. And then instead of writing a poem to it yet, I would like you to make a, le a list of at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. All right? Don't write the poem yet, but write six different poems you could write to that one prompt. Twist it, turn it, shake it up. Slap it around a bit. See what other things you can find. Okay, when you're done with that one, go to number two, number three, number four, all the way down the line until you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the 15 prompts this week. There's 15 this week. I guarantee you, you will not make it to the end of this exercise without an idea running away with you, and you are going to write something that's just going to make you sit back and go, wow. Wow. All right. This is a really important important thing. This is a really good habit to get into. All right, so now, your journal assignment, which is totally makes no sense at all, but is a prompted storytelling free write. Usually free writes, you just write whatever you want, but this is to, this is to push you and give you something to do, but so but I get to name it, so I get to name anything I want. So anyway, your prompted storytelling free write in your journal without giving this a whole lot of thought. I don't want you to overthink it. I don't want you to plan it out a lot. I want you to just have fun with this. This is a sandlight assignment, a sandlot, sandlot assignment, you know, the kind where you're, you're running around the bases and garbage can lit is home plate and you slide in and bang up your knee and you know, then go stop and get a Coke on the way home and kick rocks. And, you know, it's, it's a just easy sandlot it's not meant for you to create something fantastic. It's not meant for you to create something world-worthy. It's meant for you to have nothing but pure and unbridled fun with. So in your journal, I want you to write a story. 
using the prompts that I just gave you. Now, the only stipulation on this is you have to start with poem num or prompt number one and then go on down the line. And you have to write your entire story using fitting all the prompts into your story in order. So the first one, the handful of li likely suspects become smaller and smaller when the light fades. I retired a room 123 where shadow or where memories ling uh, memory like shadows linger. I kicked back in my chair and watched the cigarette smoke and old bourbon in front of me do weird things because I don't know what I'm saying right now. But anyway, you get the idea. So just start down the line and write a story using each of the prompts in the order that they appear on this list and just have fun with it. Now, I said that it should be easy this way, if you, or this week, if you were going to sit and write a poem using all of the prompts, because I really, really, usually I make them a little bit, you know, I, I try to push it, but I think that for a little bit, I'm going to make them easy so that you can try this and, and have some more fun with it. So all of these prompts that I gave you tonight are very closely related in a plot line or could be used, you know, to, they, they interweave very well, all right? So remember that all of these, all of these, all three, all three of your tasks will be using these prompts this week. I'm going to run through them real quick for you once again. You ready? Number one, part two, the handful of likely suspects. Number two, when the light fades. Number three, room 143. Four, memories are like, <laughs> memories like shadows linger. Five, cigarette smoke and old bourbon. Six, dirty window view of the city. Seven, the smell of rain on asphalt. Number eight, the buzz of neon. Nine, broken midnight. Ten, my muse is a compulsive liar. Eleven, keys pound in heartbeat. Twelve, when demons are out. 13, sacrificial prayers. 14, strange remains. And your bonus 15 for this week is, it really was a dark, stormy night. Okay, so there you go. For your Inkwell Workshop Poem Challenge for the week, I would like you to write a poem in any style of your choosing, using one of the five, wor five words I'm going to give you in a moment as either a concrete image used as a subject of your poem, or if not the subject, then it needs to be used as a major focus uh, of the subject, the instrument used in developing the message your, your poem is trying to convey. So when reading the poem, when you have someone read the poem, it must be vividly clear to the reader what you are describing without ever using the word itself in the poem. So let's take a look at the first word for this week, and it's going to be candle. You know, So as a concrete subject, you can write a poem about a candle, where there's no doubt that the poem is about a candle, but never using the word candle. Or you can use it as the instrument of the subject, and you can be more creative. All right, so say you were to write a poem where your subject is reflecting on a memory, they are... Uh, they're sitting there thinking about a memory as they're gazing into the flame of a candle. So I want you to describe this in a way where we can picture them doing this, but never using the word candle in the poem itself. 
All right, so your five words this week are one candle, two alcohol, three window, four river, and five doorstep. And a cool hint after you pick your word, write it on top of a write right on top of one of your journal pages and then just start writing down everything that you can associate with that, every image, every word, every idea that you can associate with that with that word. So say you pick doorstep. All right. Just write down every every descriptive descriptive thought that you can think of. And then that'll act as a tool to help you write this poem using descriptive words instead of the word itself. All right. So, to close this out, remember, as food for our creative souls, we are focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you are not reading more than you are writing, you are doing it backwards. Input to have output. Feed your brains. You are what you eat. As our writer's discipline, every day I want you to write a haiku poem. A haiku poem is three lines with a 575 syllable count. Every day I want you to go out into the world and find something worth 17 syllables. So in all your rushing, rushing point A to point B, I want you to pay attention to those things that grab your attention, the the smell that that you smell above everything else, you know, like you pass the bakery or, you know, you hear somebody playing a violin, you know, someone with their little hat out or, you know, the, the flashing of this, the street light, things that catch your attention. Stop and pay attention to them and ask why. Those are things that are talking to you. Don't ignore them. Those are inspiration. So, Again, and all your rushing, 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 pay attention to those things that call out to you and jot down your haiku for the day. Every day, find time to write 17 syllables, if nothing else. And if your syllable count isn't perfect when you write it down, don't stress. You can always go back and change it later. The point is just to get it down when, when it hits you, okay? All right, poets, that's it for this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell and Mini Workshop. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back after the show's over and re-listen to the beginning of the archived podcast. So, next, we are going to play an audio track. We always start and end every episode with a track from one of our poets. So, we are going to do, which one was I going to do this week? Because my whole board's messed up. We were going to do... Anthony Febo, that's one, right. So this is Anthony Febo, and it is poem in the voice of the cat I stayed with for 10 days. Here we go. Poem in the voice of the cat that I stayed with for 10 days. Day one. Meow. I don't know who you are, but you are not the person that loves me. There's a particular way that the things that I do here your presence changes nothing. Day two. Oh, you're still here. I thought you would have left by now. People are constantly walking through these corridors. I pay no mind to them. You're no exception. Day three. You, sleeping in the bed that is not yours. Feed me. Do not think this interaction grants you permission to touch me. We all have to eat. Day four. I have assessed that you are no danger. Although you sit on my throne, I shall allow it. 
No blood shall be spilt on account of your ignorance. Just continue to meet my demands and you may stay. <laughs> I might even consider letting you caress my fur. Day five. Oh, oh this is an outrage. I, I, I've never been so insulted in any of my lives. I, I, I threw myself at your feet. Extended an invitation for you to hold me and you brushed me off to the side like I'm some sort of dog. Some, some alley cat. Some stray off the streets. Don't you know I am the decision maker here? Nothing changes if it does not suit me and you. Well, <laughs> Let's just say, I've shared my disappointment in spots across the house. I chuckle. Day six. Fine. You are forgiven. I must say, your patience does astound me. Despite our... I'm sleeping on the bed tonight. Accept it, for it is a fact. Day, day seven. Mm. And to think, I plotted ten different ways in which to eliminate you, but, but your hand on my back feel really nice. Now my ears, human, scratch behind my ears. Day eight. You are not the person I love, but there I found a spot on your chest that is warm, that is welcome home after being gone the whole day. When you sleep, I moonlight over your skin. That means touching my whiskers next to yours. I must make sure you are breathing. If not, who else will get my food? <laughs> Day nine. You are not the person that loves me, but you are water bowl reflection. You are paw print similar. You care about me more than these fans that come to adore me whenever the doors are open. Your intentions are pure. I thank you. Day 10. I woke up, and you were not here. Had I known your hand on my stomach last night was, was to be our last moments together, I would have clawed at your wrist, made it more of a challenge, as everything worth loving should be. I absolutely absolutely love that poem again that was anthony febo poem in the voice of the cat i stayed with for 10 days you can check him out google him look for him on youtube and so guess what guys it's time to get you guys on the air so again the number to call in if you would like to read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, well, first of all, if you could get in, we are having issues with the lines right now. Currently, I only have five lines open, and so everything is behaving badly. So be aware of that if you are calling in and you're getting that fast busy signal just keep trying it will let you in eventually know that we do take callers in the order that you call in so listen for your telephone area code when i bring you on please make sure that you introduce yourself it's important that your name is attached to your work and people know who's reading next when you're done reading please give your url a way that people can find you come get to know you and your work better and then remember we have a mature rating no bumping body parts no tab a into slot b other than that you are good to go i want to announce our first callers if i could open my board so i'm not going to announce my first callers (laughs) never mind So when you come on, as I said, you can read two poems, but because we're having line issues, have everything you've ever written in front of you, because if you're the only person I can get on all night long, I am going to use and abuse you and ring you out until you have no poems left. Just be aware. I'm warning you. 
Okay, so before we get to our callers, I am going to bring Jimmy Ray on, who is going to be hosting with me tonight. Jimmy, are you with me? Hey, Nyla. Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist at your service. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. It is so good to hear from you. Thank you for being here with me tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. You can always count on me, Nyla. Um, it's going to be a great night, and, you know, of course, we're gearing up for the big anniversary show. I can hardly wait for that. been very excited uh, for that coming up. And mm-hmm. um, I also... And you'll uh, be, say, you'll be uh, hosting uh, that with me as well, right? Absolutely. I wouldn't miss that for the world. Yeah. Um, Just had to throw that plug in there for but, you. Yeah, always appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, but I do want to give a quick shout out to a first time listener tonight, a gentleman that I invited to the show, and I see he's actually in chat. Um, I don't know how much he, I don't know if he'll call in. I told him, hey, listen to the show if you like it. You know, we had I got Janelle in uh, a couple weeks ago, and she did great. And um, but I met this gentleman on uh, TikTok. I just scrolling through the deal, and I found this boat captain who dabbles in poetry and i'm thinking no <laughs> all right this is too good to be true so i went and checked out some videos and here he is honest to god boat captain in the wheelhouse and his poetry is amazing and i'm thinking this is almost like neither you know my characters i have some fanciful characters i've created for my my mm-hmm. own works and i'm thinking this sounds like a character i would have created a boat captain writes poetry and uh but he's not a character he's a very nice man and he writes like i said some incredible poetry he goes by the name of dead society poet and uh so hopefully he'll call in tonight if not maybe on the anniversary show and uh, so I wanted to say uh, welcome to him for being here. And Nyla, I'm ready. I've got my uh, coffee here. I'm trying to balance it in my car. I've got my coffee and my smoke, so I'm all ready to go. And uh, and don't act all surprised. You don't you don't read poetry like the word machinist without a little Nicotella. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna get that no, out of the way. I always thought it was the old bourbon. Yeah. We, no. No. See, I don't really I don't really partake in the alcohol too much. Uh, my poem, Round Billy Buttercup, there's a verse in there about um, dad, dead at Pickle 40, too much booze, lordy, lordy. And that's uh, that's the one autobiographical piece in there. My father did pass away in 1989 at the age of 40, basically from drinking too much. He was diabetic also. And uh, so I think that kind of put a damper on any regular drinking. Hey, I'll still go to parties and I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll put them back, but I don't go. I go to maybe three parties a year, so I'm good. And... Uh, but, um, yeah, so a little uh, unsolicited history there. So did you <laughs> want me to uh, kick this off with a couple pieces, or how do you want to do it? I would love to have you kick it off with a couple pieces. Okay, so this is a poem that I wrote, um, and I just posted it uh, today on Facebook. But I wrote it within the last couple months. My output has gone down a little bit with all the video production. But this is called Room of Shadows under a rock now no going back eyes stinging wet anticipating impact there is no reason in hearts made of lead when will I get it through my thick fucking head will I find a way navigate the pain stuck in this room of shadows light a bonfire don't you dare make it rain somehow just show me the way from this tomb of shadows. 
Out there past the fog bank, there's a glimmer of hope. Give me a leg up. I'm all out of rope. I just need the tools for which to cope before I fade into black. I need to know why have I been denied. I'm shivering here in the dark. In the dark. Why is it so dark? Why is it so fucking dark? In this tomb of shadows, hell must await. Can I break these shackles, or am I condemned to fate? In this room of shadows, time standing still. My heart feels young, but I'm way past the hill. And why, why, why is it so dark? Why does this happen? What has transpired? I can dream of the truth, but I'd be a liar. There must be a way to get through the night when everything's wrong. Can it ever be right? How can I make the evening train in this cold room of shadows? Can I turn back? Can I abstain? Or am I doomed in this tomb? Tomb of shadows. This shadow tomb is now my room. Why the hell is it so dark? Show me your sun. Make life again fun. Put the warmth back in my heart. I know I can make it out of the gloom once I get free, free of this tomb, room of shadows and bump. I thought that was phenomenal. Now, I'm going to ask you in a moment what the poem is about, but I want you to I want to tell you what I was seeing in it while you were reading. Okay. Because I, I know it isn't what you intended it to be. I know it's not what the poem's about. At least I don't think it is. But it's where my brain went. You know when someone gets Alzheimer's? So the room for me, the room of shadows is being stuck in your brain like that when you're having Alzheimer's and you can't distinguish what's true or not and everything's hazy and foggy and doesn't make sense so as you were reading through that it was like someone was having a a moment of clarity inside their head trying to figure out how to get out of their head back to where things are normal so that's what I saw in it I just thought you'd think that was odd (laughs) I, I don't actually, I don't think it's odd. In fact, I love it. I think that's, um, that is a fantastic interpretation. And you know, we have to remember when we're writing, we, and I'm probably less often uh, as, as pinned into this as, as, as others, but, um, you know, we obviously have a general idea, no matter how many, no matter how minute it is, and then it blossoms as we write, at least it does for me. Uh, of what we're of what we're kind of trying to portray, but the idea that it's there are there are so many broad strokes that the listener or reader can make so many different interpretations, and I really don't think any of them are wrong. I mean, it doesn't it's not a guessing game on what the poet exactly meant. Sometimes it's what the poem means to you or how it speaks to you. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, uh, it initially started as uh, kind of. Um, a throwback to 
and what, you, what we've talked about before on here, and I can say this with all fact that it's that it's true what you said before about writer's block, and it's something that um, is completely a myth, and it's and what's it's it's a dangerous myth because what happens is when you buy into it, you give yourself an out, and then you don't find your way back in. And I had an out for seven years, and I didn't find my way back in for that long, and I didn't even care for a lot of that time because. I had absolved myself of it. This wasn't my fault. This was writer's block. Hey, everybody gets it, you know. And I was a fool, and I got back into the groove. I like to think now. that so I was a, going, an instrument in digging you back up out of that dark grave. By the you, way, you absolutely, you absolutely were. And I wish <laughs> I could get those seven years worth the shows back. But we're going to go forward. I've already told you this. I've made you a promise. I'm not going to miss another show unless there's some crazy reason tonight. I'll have to leave for a little bit to my son, and I will jump back on with you. Um, but it kind of was um, that initial feeling of that panicked feeling of like, okay, I, I have all this I want to express, but I feel like I'm kind of trapped um, and it's not coming and I'm not letting it come. And then it kind of blossomed out to how that could portray to so many things in life. And we feel like, and it could be Alzheimer's. It could be anything. It could be something where we feel boxed in. It could be, you know, mental illness. It can be, you know, Absolutely. someone in, in in a long, miserable marriage, it could be, you know, the, I, I love the fact that you can interpret it different ways like that. You know, I say it all the time. You can set 10 people in front of the Mona Lisa and then give them a piece of paper and pencil and write down, ask them to write down what they saw and their thoughts on it, and none of them would be the same, even though they're all looking at the right. same painting. So art's right. amazing well, you, that well, way. Well, you know that I... I absolutely. And you know that I, I mean, I often, uh, we've talked about it, I often delve into different um, avenues and alleyways of darkness. And um, it's because it's, there's so much light to find within that darkness. But my other favorite over the years uh, of writing about and exploring are social issues and, you know, or, or conditions, um, you know, things, um, society that, uh, that goes through. And this next poem is, it's, this was an old one. This is one I dug up that I had not. Uh, um, it had been quite a while since this is one of the original MySpace poems, and um, I just did a video for this one on TikTok, and I did it in. I'm experiment. I'm experimenting with. I wouldn't say different voices, but different nuances of my voice, because you know I have a distinctive voice. So rather than make everything sound exactly the same. It's fun to kind of go off in little uh, tangents on how I can stretch that. So I did stretch it a little bit on this one. I did it the same way I did Round Billy Buttercup, the same voice. So I will do that tonight with that voice best I can live here on the Speakeasy Cafe. This is Chelsea Midnight. Chelsea Midnight drives her car down a lonesome unmarked road. Though her burden has bled out. She knows it's time to let it go. Marionette like she dances, like a prancing politician. Moves of her own volition, the ignition of her drive stuck in park. Chelsea wears a pink bandana, looks just like a bargain vanna. Still dancing under winter sky, no one knows the reason why. The pink tip of her knife drips red. She smiles into the ocean bed. A nervous laugh escapes her. Thinks nothing can now save her. The bulk filled up hefty bag tumbles onto the waiting sand. Awaiting plans for a final act. 
she drags it forth with class and tact. A murderess in a stained red dress, probably how they'll remember her best, wonders how she'd stand accused after they discovered his abuse. The sea accepts Chelsea's gift. The temperature drops, tides lift. Hand on her belly staggers back to her rusty, beat-up Cadillac. North, she thinks, and freeway dreams. Seems the decay has rotted it seems. In a snowy winter wonderland, a clean, fresh start, a brand-new hand. She hums lullabies to baby Troy, for he's her precious baby boy. And when he turns the age of three, he'll ask, where is his daddy? Well, he's gone to a place called hell, but promise you will never tell. No remorse from this battered wife whose courage saved her baby's life. That was awesome. No, you have never read that one here before, by the way. Well, now you you chalk it up to the ones I did. And I'm uh, Um, sitting there in my in my brain. I'm I'm seeing that video uh, of I don't remember the name of the girls where they're singing Earl's Gotta Die. Yeah, yeah, Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks. Yeah, Dixie Mm -hmm. Chicks. Or just my favorite songs ever. I love it. I love it. And it's, it's funny, though. See, when I wrote it, or well, actually, I, mean, I wrote it back in 2006, but when I reposted it, especially on a, uh, you know, a, a social media platform such as TikTok, I'm figuring, you know, this, this is going to – and that's what we write. I, I want the reaction. I want all reactions. But So you have the domestic violence issue, obviously, but then you also have – there's homicide here, and the question, was it justifiable? Um, and there are people that will argue either way on that. And then towards the end, you realize that not only did she commit this, but she actually got away with it. And, um, you know, so, but yeah, but it's funny that you bring that up because uh, I always, that was actually the song that made me uh, a fan of them. And and I remember, I loved the video when it came out, but I remember even when that came out, and I think it, was, it wasn't long after, uh, was, well, it was a while before, but um, the movie Thelma and Louise. And there was that scene where, you know, she was killing the guy that tried to rape her. And it was like, and it, it caused all this controversy. I'm thinking, where's the, I, maybe I'm just, you know, speaking from a different side, but where's the controversy? I mean, my, my way of thinking is, is that if any man strikes, you know, lays his hands, strikes a woman or child, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, that's, okay, you kind of, any rights that you might have had, some point you just gave them up as far as i'm concerned and if that's what it takes for someone to survive rather than their child die or, or they end up dying you know maybe it is justifiable but like i said it's something that can be discussed for sure um so there is a there is a very dark off. side <laughs> there's a very dark side that goes on inside a woman's head who's been abused you know, I, I had a slap happy boyfriend for a while, quite a while ago, a long time ago. You know, but I can attest to that. You know, the things yeah. that you sit and plot in your brain that you could know you could never do, but the, the, all the ways you're trying to escape and you feel stuck. So how else can you escape? Well, you know, I'm going to feed him black eyed peas and then I'll be free. You know, <laughs> but that, you know that's that's hey, something that that is never talked about. And you know, I think back on the things that I used to think of, and I feel like you know, how could I ever? I mean, 
twisted things, you know. How could I ever think of something so twisted? You know, I must not be a good person. You know, am I capable of that evil? Well, obviously I'm not because the guy's still walking around. But, you know, just to know that your brain can go there, you know, and then you wonder what would have to happen to have that woman, like in your poem, snap and cross that line. You know, how far does she have to be pushed? You know, it's... it's uh, Absolutely. And not there's only, so know, much and more to not, domestic violence than most people think. There is. And, and unfortunately, like you said, it is one of those ugly things. You know, we, as a society, that we, we, like to, we like to stray away. We, you know, we don't want to hear things that are ugly, but we need to hear those things. We need to be aware. We need to do what we can to help and recognize signs. And, uh, and this poem, actually, as I was you know, re, re, you know, redoing and kind of setting it up with the video and reading it back because I was recording it, um, I realize that one, part of the strength, I think, of it is, too, is that I don't describe any of the abuse. It's all just hinted. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I don't, ha- I, and, and I don't think I had to. I think you kind of understand with the point that she got to to do what she did. Obviously, mm-hmm. it had been bad, and she's pregnant, so uh, you know now she's wor- not just worried about herself. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, definitely um, you, you brought up some good points on that. There, that. There's a lot going on there, and and like you said, you have these evil thoughts, but are they evil? I mean, they, they, first of all, you only had those thoughts because of the treatment that you were getting from somebody who maybe not so arguably could be evil themselves. So that's uh, definitely something to think about. Now, now how's our how's our lineup looking? Uh, we still only have five lines coming into the show. So again, you guys, if you are trying to call in, the number is six four six five nine five three nine six five. If you're getting that fast, busy signal, just keep trying. And the guys that um, the guys here at BTR are just amazing at uh, being on top of things. So two and nine, stop pressing one. I see you. <laughs> Quit pressing one. All right. You're going in in the lineup. You're going out of the lineup. You're going in the lineup. You're going out of the lineup. You're just, you're just bouncing around, unless it's my board doing that. And uh, 347, if you want to come on, please press 1 and let me know it's okay to unmute you. That's 347. Our lineup right now, we have uh, 219 coming on first, followed by 860. And 347, if you'd like to come on again, please remember to press 1, and I can unmute you. So let's go right, ahead. Now, let me add them. Let me oh, add them. For a moment. <laughs> Two one nine. Two one nine. Are you doing? there? Yes. Where I'm are here. you? You got right now. Where are you right now? Okay, so we're, noisy. We're good. We're good. Hey, now how you doing? I was just uh, watching. Uh, I was uh, I had a TV up. That's why. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. It's like where in the world is he? <laughs> He's calling us, calling us from the gurney as they're rushing him to surgery because they found him a heart, and he's just, you know, not going to miss this poetry show. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually sitting in my chair. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here, sweetheart. Yeah. <clears throat> so the way this is going to work tonight, you guys, because I am sick and I am trying so hard not to sneeze my boogers all over you guys. 
and my cold germs and all that fun, nasty, gross, cold stuff. So I'm going to let you guys read, and then Jimmy is going to comment first, give him some time with you guys because you hear me ramble all the time, and I'm going to let my voice rest and blow my nose or whatever stupid thing I have to do, drink my tea. Um, and then I will be here to comment as well, but I'm going to let Jimmy kind of take over the commenting after you read first. Okay, so okay. go ahead and let us know what you're doing. Tidy storm is called Thanksgiving to celebrate every day. Okay, we go. I always look forward right. to this. Stop. I always look forward to this very special occasion because Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. On this day, I enjoy spending time with my family and watching football all day long. As the Lions and Cowboys play before sellout crowds, and for the millions of fans watching around the world. The best part of Thanksgiving is a great meal that is massively prepared with all of my favorites, which include turkey, dressing, cranberry sauce, collard greens, sweet potato, casserole, and a roll, plus a piece of cake or pie for dessert. Thanksgiving shouldn't be celebrated only on the fourth Thursday in November. Every day that you are alive is a day of Thanksgiving. And all of us should have something to be thankful for, like waking up in the morning, the activities of your limbs, having a roof over your head, food on your table, clothes on your back, your family, your real friends, being in good health, being in your right mind, and the special gifts and talents that God has blessed you with. If you are not thankful for anything in your life, something is seriously wrong with you. You mean to tell me that you're over here complaining about what you don't have? See, millions of people are either worse off than you or didn't wake up today, and they would love to trade places with you right now. God didn't have to wake you up this morning to do anything for you at all today. However, because of his grace and mercy, he blessed you to see another day in the land of the living. Brother, what are you most thankful for? I know for a fact that God is blessed and been good to you this year, my brother. Would you care to share... About about being thankful for everything you have. I'm very thankful for my family, particularly those who have shown me unconditional love and had my back over the years. Next, I am thankful to the staff, the doctors, the nurses of Raleigh Children's Hospital in Indianapolis, Indiana. Next, I am truly thankful for my dear brothers from people with extraordinary talent showing me much love when they came down to see me last week. Plus, all of my supporters who read my poems and watch my face and live videos every week. And last but not least, I'm truly thankful to God for, for blessing me for blessing me for my future queen. I'm very thankful to be blessed with my unique talents as a writer and poet. And for God using me to be a source of encouragement, inspiration, and the word of truth every week, and being a faithful and humble servant of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Despite my affliction and physical limitations, I'm very thankful to be in good health and have a good measure of strength. Despite losing my job over a decade ago, God has provided me all my needs, and I never had to go without anything. 
I'm very thankful to live in a peaceful environment and being drama-free. I'm very thankful to be for anger, hostility, business, doubt, resentment, unforgiveness, fear, and negativity. I'm very thankful to be the great man that I am today. And for God for blessing me with the wisdom, plus me and the down-to-earth brother. I'm thankful for my haters and critics, too, because they have my staircase of elevation. I'm also very thankful for my dollars and naysayers, because they are my source of motivation to achieve greatness. Brothers and sisters, ask yourself this question, and really think about how God has been good to you this year. Despite everything that is going on right now in this crazy world of ours, what are you most thankful for? No matter what you're going through right now or what your circumstances are in life, just remember, brothers and sisters, you can still stand tall. So be thankful for what you got in poem. Well, uh, Brother O, I, I loved it. Now, I want to start out by saying that I am thankful for you and for the fact that you called in and read that piece tonight. So I definitely want to say that. And um, to break down your thoughts here, um, I really love your structure with it because you take a holiday that a lot of people take for granted, and they, and they, uh, you, you said it best. You know, they do this for the one day, and then the rest of the year there's a lot of complaints. And, and uh, but you started out by telling us what you really loved about the day itself, and then went into the things that we should be thankful for, but we take for granted, that we're not always thankful, but we should be thankful for on a daily basis. And then after that, you bookended it with all the things that you were grateful for. And I thought you, I thought you put it together very well, and uh, you brought up a great point because you're absolutely right. We do take it for granted, and we shouldn't. We should be thankful for the little things, for all things everything that makes us who we are and what we have to offer and what we give. So um, I, I thought it was uh, incredible. Thank you so much for reading that tonight. You're welcome. You're welcome, brother Jim. I appreciate it. You got it. Now, how are you doing over there? Is your voice good enough to pee, uh, pop in with a squeak? Yeah, yeah. I was muted. I was like, I must have sneezed like 15 times. I had myself on mute. And it's like, yeah, we don't, we don't I really, need to hear really hope I'm on mute here. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not thankful for that. I'm not thankful for that. Um, it's my show. You're going to hear about whatever I talk about, baby. Now, I haven't done one squash joke yet, and I'm trying to keep cool with that, so that's not just squash. <laughs> no butternut squash, please. So, but what do you think? Now, do you, so, brother, oh, I mean, doesn't that, to, uh, it just speaks to you, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, to, to uh, echo Jimmy here, you know, we are thankful for you, you know, and, you know, you are one of the things, you've been here, you've been part of our family for a long time, you are such a blessing, you know, and you know, I know that we've got people on the line that have never been here before, you know, so I, I, you know, not that I like to bring up your personal business, but I like bringing up your personal business because I think it is pretty amazing that you are here every week with us and share such positive and inspirational poems and and wisdom well, you've been in the hospital for, is, has it been a year yet? Yeah, it's been a year now. Yeah, you know, you've been in the hospital for the last year, and you hardly ever miss a week. You know, you're sitting there waiting for a heart. 
you know, and and here you are, you know, you you're so inspiring, and your strength and your courage and everything. I just applaud that, and I just want you to know sincerely how thankful we are for you. Well, I appreciate it now. I truly appreciate you. Do you have another piece for the Now I'm only going to do that one poem tonight because I'm going okay, on well, the radio. In the oh, you, well, go oh, ahead, okay. Well, ahead, I was just going to say, uh, I was just going to say, Brother O, because I missed you last time I was uh, co-hosting, and um, I, I, I want to tell you since I have you here on the line that. Every time you come on, and Nyla's right, she said it best, but um, you really, you, you, you speak directly uh, to me. When I hear your words, and I feel like I'm getting, I'm really getting the real you. We're getting your talent, we're getting the poetry, but we're also getting a good piece of you. And I think that's phenomenal, and I really applaud you for it. And it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Oh, thank you, Jim. I truly appreciate that. Yes, sir. So um, let us know where we can find you, or everybody can find you. Oh, you can find me on Facebook on the Omar Brother Gavin. Um, uh, today I was uh, I was uh, the public relations representative here at the hospital. They want to do like an interview with me on a local television station. All right. This TV in Indianapolis, Indiana. <clears throat> Last week. Uh, Organization came by to visit the five visit and uh, it was it was beautiful. It was videos on YouTube and uh, they auto they did an article about me on the for the Riley Children's website. It was it was all saw beautiful weekend. It was it was what I always talked about when I manifested this thing a year ago. Now it's coming to pass. Everything I said that was going to happen is starting to happen now. They have Very good. Yes, yeah, so I have a YouTube video, uh, a CD out, all that good stuff. Even while I've been in the hospital, and I won two awards this year, and I got those awards on Saturday. And, uh, the they got, got a reporter coming out here Monday to talk about my my journey, our transplant journey, and also talk about my poetry, too. So it's going to be really nice. Is that going to be, this, like, on TV, or is that going to be in a newspaper? It's going to be, like, on the independent station in Indianapolis, West TV. Um, that's the independent station, and uh, I think... If they have the have a website, if they have a Facebook page, I can access it. Yeah, find out that information and when it's going to air. Tell them that you've got a whole community of people who love you and want to watch it, and you know we we can spike their ratings through the roof if they give us a link so we can all watch it <laughs> and see. Yeah, yeah, they're supposed to do an interview on Monday. Come here, we got a report coming out here Monday, so. I'll let everybody know when it's done. Imagine them going to their their uh, stats after the thing and all of a sudden realize that their viewership went up by a million on your right. interview. 
Yeah, right. that'd be awesome. So yeah, do keep us posted on that. Thanks, now I appreciate it. All righty, my dear. Any anything else you need to share real quick before you take up? Oh, uh, that's no, that's it. That's it. Okay. All right, so congratulations on all the good things that you've got going on. They're very much deserved, and we love you dearly, and we're all there with you every day with this journey, your family. Just know that, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. All right, so our next caller... Can you tell when I mute myself, Jimmy? No. Okay, good. All right, our next caller comes from 860. 860, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. Jessica Brooks. Hey, Jessica, Jessica, my darling. Hey. Yeah, I just haven't been writing, like, tons lately, but as you saw, I posted, both of you saw the one I wrote to the prompt. Um, I was actually mm-hmm. looking something the first time in weeks, so thank you for that prompt out of all of them. Did you say you haven't been writing a lot lately? Right. So I want you to do me a favor. Okay. If, if I ask you to do something, do you pinky swear you'll do it? Yes. Be careful. So during during, <laughs> during <laughs> our workshop, I gave, I give everybody a task to do every day, and that's to write a haiku poem. Right. Do you do you write haikus? Are you familiar with them? Do you like writing yes. them? Yeah. All right. So every day I want you to get a journal or a notebook or a spiral binder, whatever. And every day I want you to write a haiku poem for the next okay. 30 days. And that's it. I don't want you to sit down and write a great big poem. I don't, you don't have to do any of the other exercises that, you know, in our workshops. I just want you to do that one thing for me. And okay. like I said, if you when you when you jot it down, if it's not enough syllables or whatever, you can go back and fix it later. But the important okay. thing is to have that that paper and pencil with you all day long, everywhere you go. And when something pops in your head, those little poetic hiccups, jot it down on the piece of paper, and then go back later and look at it. Don't let it escape. Don't let it run away. And then at the end of the thirty days. I want you to talk to me about what the journey of those 30 days is like and how how it's the impact it's had on you, okay? Okay. Can you do that so for me? I haven't got enough. I mean, the one I'm going to read right now, like, I'm not proud of it, but um, I'm just going to read it because it's the most recent thing I have. But <laughs> Well, we're proud of it because you wrote it. You know, <laughs> this that's one of the things I think, seriously, that has kept us on the air for the last – you know, 16 years now, we're going into our 16th year, but is the fact that, you know, there is no grandiose ego, you know, there's no presumptuous, you know, snootiness, elitist or anything like that. We're just a bunch of people who love our craft, hanging out with each other and sharing what we write. And, you know, we've got people who come in and say, I just wrote this and I'm reading it to you. I don't even know what it sounds like yet. Or I'm not happy with this, so I'm, but I'm going to read it to you because reading it out loud is going to help me work on it. And, and this is just, you know, this is – so it doesn't matter. You know, if you've written something, we love to hear it. 
it may not be perfect yet. Or you know, I don't. I hate it when someone says they don't like something they've written. It just means that you haven't worked on it enough yet. You haven't you haven't poked it with a stick long enough to find what you're really trying to say. So what's interesting about that is now we get to hear the first draft of that. And as you go on, as you keep poking with the stick, as you work it, it'll be really fun to hear what it evolves into. You know, so instead of saying, you know, I'm not real proud of this, just say, hey, this is one that I'm working on. So let's just, you know, get this out and see what it sounds like. Don't ever say you don't like something. That's a negative thing. We never want negative attached to something that we love so dearly. Okay, here's something I Especially something you create. Something I'm working on. Okay? Okay, thank you. It's called thinking. When you're ready to open your eyes to the past, realize it is the here and now. Pain and struggle is over. Although it may seem you will never be the same, there is light and hope even in the deepest ditch. Yet you dug it yourself to hide away. The mud is sinking in, filling up the hole. Soon you need to climb out, see the sun like it is the first time. As you squint, remember life is not over unless you choose to give up. There is no future when you bury your past. Facing pain and breaking through, path to the new you. End poem. Yeah. Um, Jessica, I, you know, I... I'm, I'm, as I'm hearing you read that, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm listening to it. And I'm trying to figure out what you didn't like about it, but um, it's you just have this way, uh, and it's really true of everything you write. And I'm, I'm just, and you know this. I'm a huge fan, and um, the way you express yourself, and the, and you know, the, the hard truth sometimes in your words, I think just really uh, shines, and, and especially um, in that piece there. And, you know, it wasn't a long piece, but sometimes it doesn't take a lot to say so much. Um, Nyla, would you concur? I would. And you know what? I want you to do something for me. Okay. Another thing. You, you are, my, you are my, my, my teacher's pet right now, okay? <laughs> okay. I want, you, I want you to take that poem and try and experiment for me. Okay. Because when you were reading it, I, I thought it was a really good start to a poem, but I can hear it and understand in it why you feel there's something out of place. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. You know, how, how you can feel like it's not there yet. There's something missing. Yeah. And I want you to do something to try to figure that out. I want you to rewrite that poem, taking out all the filler words like I was and you are and they say, those type of things. Uh And I want you to write it in first person. I want you to shut your eyes and imagine yourself standing next to that ditch. And everything that you have written there I want you to, instead of telling me you're standing next to a ditch, I want you to describe standing next to the ditch and what it signifies, what's floating by. Instead of telling the tale, I want you to live the tale so I can see you living it. I want to hear what it's like, the things you're feeling, the things you're seeing as you're standing there next to the ditch, realizing that this is like a profound, you know, life-changing moment where you're realizing something very important and and 
you under, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So read me the line again where you're talking about the ditch. Hold on. <laughs> Back to where was I? Okay. Um, hold on one second. Um, okay. Yeah, you said where is the part about the ditch? Um, hold on. Okay, I said, um, there is light and hope even in the deepest ditch, yet you dug it yourself to hide away. The mud is sinking in, filling up the hole. That part? Okay. So instead of telling people that, I want you to describe that. You know, so, you know, you could say you could say something like, you know, standing at the ditch and you know to talk about the 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 water the the muddy water flows past and you know the faces i see drowning that i'm leaving behind or something along those lines i want you to take it out of storytelling mode and make it personal like you're okay. living it i want you i want to feel you living it in the moment and then when you come back next week, I want you to read the first one and the second one. And if you want, you can even send me a copy of the poem. Okay. In in messenger in messages, um, because I I think it's amazing. I think that it has the potential to be one yeah. of your your a, a very super strong poem in your repertoire. Um, and I love it when I know someone, you know, people say, I write it once and it's done and I never touch it again and I don't believe in editing because it's not in its purest raw. Oh, bullshit. Edit your damn poems, you guys. Isla. Edit your poems. What? Isla. What? Oh, I was just going to break. I was just going to say that uh, I was going to tell Jessica that you're getting great response in the uh, chat room here. Uh, Robbie Baby's all over it. And this Shell 58, I don't know who this person is, uh, she's going nuts over it too, so. You get a lot of uh, support in the chat. Thank you. Yep. Yep. That's, that's, it's I all Twitter-pated when I know someone's going to do editing and stuff because, for me, that's one of the funnest parts of writing is, you know, you spit it. It's like, you know, someone says, I don't well, know how, what to say. It's, a, it's like spit it out and we'll, we'll sort it out later. You know, you throw everything out on the right, table and then you right. pick it apart until you find what you need. And to me, that's the fun of editing and working on something and letting something develop. So, you know, I well, think the poem on its yeah. own stands great, but I can understand where you want to take it. And I would love to watch that process with you because really, it's fun for me. I'm just weird. <laughs> you are weird. But that could be obviously a much better poem. So different, different, I say. Yeah. And the, uh, I'm going to read the next one. I want to read both of you heard because it's the one I wrote to one of your prompts. So thank you very much for the prompt. Like I said, um, the prompt was, yes, I never read her book. Um, so this yes. is the one I wrote titled Legacy. For years she wrote her story, her heartbreak, tears, trauma, and fears. One day she mustered the courage, made a goal to publish a book, write her, wrote her soul on paper, dedicated the book to her mom who had passed the year before. After her death, she never felt the same. She gave away copies to family, yet they never read her book. 
When she herself died, her legacy was her writing, kept in dusty journals, left for the world to see. She left behind not a bit of money. Her innermost feelings and hates in her book were found in the Salvation Army by a young girl in turmoil. Her words saved her life. Her legacy was not seen by all, yet her words were everything to one. And poem. Uh, Jessica, we, um, you remember we chatted a little bit about this in the comments of this poem. You just posted this recently. And I was enamored with this one because uh, I could feel it on a personal level. And, by the way, please keep tagging me. Yeah, okay. It's, it's so hard to keep up with everybody, but I, I do not. The tags don't bother me. I like them, so tag me and because I, I definitely want to read. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you say a lot in that one, and it's true. You know, I, I, I think many of us experience that type of feeling to some level. I mean, I have family that could care less what I'm writing, and my thing is, like, I don't – my thing is it doesn't even matter if you're into poetry. There's a support network that should be – intact you know i mean if i had a family member say hey your nephew is in a band and 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 i found out that he played the kind of music i like the least i would still support um and then talking about um you know putting this book out and giving to family members and all that and the idea of even touching one soul um in an important way for a way that changes that person's life that that's what excites me about writing and I want to get books out there. I want to do that. We're working on that now. Um, but really it's about touching um, with your words. And when you get that and you know that you've gotten that, at least to some extent, it's one of the greatest feelings. But I really, really like that poem a lot, and I think it's one of your strongest pieces. Thank you. Okay. You know, everything, everything is a cause and effect chain of events, right? And the reason I am so endeared to this poem is because the concept of it is exact, actually exactly why we are all here today. This poem could be, except for the, you know, I'm dead part, this poem, this poem could be a description of the catalyst that started the chain of events that started this pathway to being on the show, to sitting here with you right now tonight. It's one of the reasons that this poem or this show is so important to me. It's one of the things that one of my deepest passions for doing this show. It's why I haven't quit. It's why we're still here on the air after 16 years. And that is because so many of us spend our lives with our journals in drawers, gathering dust, not being shared. We're afraid what someone will think. We're afraid that you know, we're going to be judged. I remember the first poem I wrote. Well, not the first poem I wrote. The first poem that my mom read that I wrote, besides the very first poem I wrote. But that's another story, too, and I'm getting lost. Um, anyway, I wrote this I poem. I sit in the back. <laughs> yeah. I used to sit in the backyard in the forest below our property, and I would write. And I had this neighbor boy named, his name was Randy Davis, and I had such a crush on him. <laughs> So I, I, I know wrote him. this first. You don't know him. <laughs> I work with a, I you know work with a Randy he, Davis. I'm honest to God. Oh, well, then let, let's hope it's better than my Randy Davis because you know how they say unanswered <clears throat> prayers? I saw him yeah, later on in life, life, and oh, my God, thank God, thank you, God, 
Thank you. Um, but anyway, I wrote a poem about, you know, thinking how cute he was like that. And at the end of the poem, I got a kiss. And my mom found it and read it. And in front of me and my sisters, my dad, and one of my sister's friends sat there and called me everything in the world, including a slut, oh which God. I didn't know what that meant. But the way she said it, the way she said it, I, I knew it was something I didn't want to be. Now that I'm older, that's another story. There should be a story. There should be a story that goes with that. My mom asked me what time one of my what my one of my biggest regrets was in life, and I told her is that I didn't sleep with all the boys I wanted to sleep with. You know, as girls, we're supposed to be, and I'm absolutely serious. You know, there was times I was like, dang, he's really cute. I bet that would be really fun, but I can't do that because I'm a good girl. You know, and years and years and years later, what has being a good girl gotten me? I would rather have had the fun. You know, practicing safe sex, of course. But, you know, it's such a double, double-edged double sword. Girls can't do this, but boys can do this. And so, you know, the, the, the feminist part of me looks back and says, you know, maybe. <laughs> so anyway, writing that poem, my mom called me all kinds of – what's that? I think this cold no, is going to your head. No, that's the truth. Y'all just have to accept me the way I am because I, I am, I am what I am, as Pop I would say. But her doing that absolutely shamed me so bad and embarrassed me so bad that I, in my closet, the house we lived in was really old and built back during Prohibition. And Mr. Garlic, who built the house, had all kinds of cubby holes and stashy places. And I found out one time that if you took the shelf off the wall in my closet and pulled on the bracket, the wall opened up, and you could get inside the wall, which is one of the places he stashed his booze. There were all kinds of bottles back there. So I used to hide all my secret things inside the wall of my closet so no one could see it because I was so ashamed of my mom reacting that way to something I'd written. I didn't stop writing, but I, I, I hid it away with a protective vengeance that you wouldn't believe. Wow. And the rest of this story you'll get to hear on the anniversary show because I want I don't want to have to tell you guys don't want to hear me yammer about it twice and I'm taking up too much time talking but you know that's just it's important to me to encourage people to not hide away to have a safe place to share them themselves with you know and to be able to have this community with all levels of writers supporting each other cheering each other on being inspired by each other Supporting each other is just magic to me. The the home that you guys have built to share, this community you guys have created, just astounds me every single week, every single moment we share. It just I'm so proud of you guys for what you've done here. You know, I'm 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 just the door. Everything inside this house you guys have created. So you know, this, this poem this poem this poem really really touches me for that reason because it kills me to think of those journals tucked away in drawers never getting read never being shared someone being afraid to be that vulnerable you know right. that that's why I push so hard I love this poem and I love you I love you too, and thank you, thank you again for inviting, me. and thank you for the the weekly invite and reminder because I never remember Thursday. So 
I was out, I got home for like five minutes of the show. I'm like, ah, oh, it's it. So, yeah, I'm glad I just got to you like, so thanks. Um, Thank you for coming on, Jessica. You're welcome. My information, you can basically, I'm posting probably everything on uh, my page, Jessica Brooks Poetry on Facebook. And again, my YouTube channel is Jessica Brooks Poetry, Jessica Brooks Apostrophe as Poetry. Um, so that's me. Um, you guys have a good night, and I'll be listening. Okay. So if you – I'm going to mute your line, and when I mute your line, when you hear it say muted, press 1, and that will take you out of the lineup. I've only got five lines coming into the studio right now. So if you want to read another poem, you know, poke around your stuff, find something else, then you can press 1, and it will put you back in the lineup, and it can bring you back on to read. Because okay. since since you got through, I don't if, you know just in case I need to grab you again, find something else to read. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Good night. You're welcome. Or, um, Good night. Yeah. Okay. All right. Our next okay, caller Nyla, comes from uh, what? You gotta go. No, I was just gonna say no, uh, but uh, probably in about twenty minutes or so. So I'll mute myself when I go, and then I'll just unmute mm-hmm. when they get back, and I'll try to let you know if it's in the phone. I won't be able to, but um, I'll do my best in that respect. Okay. Just for you. Well, when you're back, just press one, and that will let me know. You want? Okay, I didn't. Okay. When when you come back, press one, and I'll let me, I'll do that. And no, it's okay. And, to no, and then you can use me. So what were you going to say? No, I was just saying I was going to mute myself, but if you'd rather mute me, that's fine. But you won't know when I'm leaving is the whole thing. So, no, you can you mute yourself. You can mute yourself. Okay, I'll just leave you unmuted then. This is how professionals do it, you guys. Okay. All right. So that'll work. Uh, I won't mute you. I'll, you just mute yourself and then just jump in when you get back, okay? Okay, if that works for you, whatever works. But what, I'm, were, you gonna, you what were you going to say before that? There was something you were saying before that. I was saying that you don't give yourself enough credit, and I don't want to get into that right now. We'll do it on the anniversary show, and I and it's part of um, what makes you as special as you are, how humble you are with all you offer, and you give credit to everybody else. But we're gonna, we'll get into that next week because it'll take up too much time. So please bring in the next call. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, 787. I know that area code. Why do I know that area code? Who is 787? I don't remember. We'll 787. So 787, you are not in the lineup, and 860, you are not in the lineup. Oh, that's Jessica. Okay, Jessica, I see it. Okay, 860 is you, so I, I see it on there. So if you're ready to read another one when you're ready, just press one and I'll bring you back on. But uh, 787, you are not in the lineup. If you're here just listening, I'm glad you're hanging out with us. Appreciate you. If you want to come on the line, press 1. Otherwise, just uh, there we go. We got you, 860. All right, there we go. Okay, so our next caller comes from 347. 347, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's Star. Or Severum. Oh, my Star. gosh. Woo-hoo-hoo. I am so happy right now. You should see me. I'm dancing on my hey. desk like Snoopy. 
I'm dancing in my well as much as I can in my car doing the you know the happy upper body dance. Hi, Jimmy. <laughs> Hello. So glad you made it. This is like a reunion of of you know people I went to kindergarten with. Right. <laughs> you know, that way. both uh, of you, like yeah. both of you, I knew before the show ever started. Right. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, good old Robbie helped me get in the show today, so thanks to him. <laughs> All right, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. I have something here. In the spirit of my sister and I, um, it's um, tomorrow's her birthday, and um, I recently um, did a, I recently did, made um, made out a painting um, while I had her in mind also, and um, it came out a little bit dark in nature, but it was uh, it was appropri- it was appropriate. And um, it was good for me to let out. And um, so uh, that that will be up for sale soon. And um, so um, I wrote this today, and I thought I'd give it a share. And um, so let me do that. Yes. All right. Lady Spirit, remembering leaving... At 18 years old, never leaving you, this is a love letter to you, my bee. Always felt a six feet difference between you and my heart. Being the eldest made my love an unwavering regard, innate, painfully unconditional. Summed up, our love, so be it. A battlefield, and I'd rather lose to no one else. To see you smile with live eyes, hazel to green. Girl, imagine when he has no means, no meaning as the means of enduring love, drowning in the same blood, bleeding for hope. Hope seeping in the overlooked cracks that are now sealing shut with calcified webs from being left. Though I endure for Lady Spirit, my dear bee. And. Oh, Star, that was, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, you mentioned some darkness, but um, just the way you express that and, you know, you always, and, and I'm, I don't know about Nyla, but I'm like this, just kind of like I'm in this surreal cloud nine because it's just so great to have you uh, back with us. And, um, and you always, you just, you know, you have this way with the vocal side of it, with the enunciation and getting, you know, that, that true feeling of the words uh, across and I just um, I, I loved it. Uh, I really did. Really strong piece. Thank you. Absolutely, Nyla. I think it was amazing. I have been a fan of yours forever, and just to be able to hear you read yes. and you know, it's just amazing. 
You are you are so dear to me, sister of my heart. You're dear to me too, Nyla. You've given me such great feedback throughout the years, and I've applied it, and it's helped me so much. You know, and I'm humbled by people like you and you too, Jimmy. And um, you know, it's you know, I I'm I'm just very grateful. You know, at times when you know there are feelings that may be dark, I, I'm still very very grateful and humbled. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's just, one of the things about this community. You know, too, is it's not just. You know, it's not just about coming here and reading poetry. It's about the fellowship we get. It's about the support we get, the, um, you know, just the the feeling of knowing we're not alone. You know, I just think it's really, you know, you get to those dark places and you've got a place to be able to talk about it where people aren't just saying, oh, stop being so depressed, eat a donut. Change your lipstick. It'll fix everything, you know. But where you can, and, you can kind yeah. of read about those dark times and you have people that get it and understand and, you know, can tell you, I know, and, you know, be able to virtually reach out and hold your hand through that. And that really is invaluable. Yeah. yeah. I wrote that in, in, in the same philosophy I've I've adopted with my paintings recently, which is Wu Wei which comes from Taoism, which is basically just going with the flow without thinking, without stopping, without judging, um, just just going. And, um, and I wrote this very quickly today, which to my surprise also, because I don't usually work that way with my poems. And um, I uh, wrote it out, and I was um, just flowing, and I did a quick little edit and I was done and it just felt right like it's been turning out lately thankfully excellent Mm -hmm. and you know Nyla I think too uh, you know that you kind of touched on it a little bit, but you know, it it doesn't matter how much time elapses. I mean, we, you know, we reconnect recently, and it's just like we're back, you know. And that's the that's the magic of this uh, outlet here, you know, this show. And, and Star, I hope we I hope you come back, and I hope that you start making this a regular thing, and that would be great. Um, but I but you yeah. know, you got, I, I know come you know when I can. I've been so busy lately, ever since I started painting again. <laughs> You know, like yeah. I just finished, uh, uh, I had a closing reception last Saturday for a show I had at, um, at a small gallery. Um, it was the, There was a theme for, it was called the Reflections of the Hudson Valley. And I, I had an abstract piece. And um, it's funny because it sold right after the show ended to a private collector. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Ever since I've been painting, it's been taking up a lot of my time, but pleasantly so. I've been pleasantly overwhelmed, um, and um, uh, I don't I don't think I'd, I want it any other way. Uh, you know, I'm very I'm very grateful. I don't ask for too much, and um, I just want to share my my bliss and with everybody else. <laughs> That's a great creative outlet, painting too. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, we're painting with words, with poetry, but you know, and then you're actually yeah. painting. And, and the fact that you do both, it's just, uh, 
it's amazing and it's really, I really, I, you know, I feel really good for you that you're in that place too and that it's working. And hopefully, you know, I'd like to, yeah. I gotta see some. This year's been too. a big year for me. That's why this year, like, I came to a. A, a bit, this year has it's, it's been, I've come to a full circle um, this year in many different areas in my life. And um, I owed myself a whole lot um, this year especially. And I made sure that everything that I manifested at the beginning of this year that I made sure I made happen. And thankfully they did, and um, and I just want to keep that going. And what I think what made that what helped a whole lot into making one's manifestations come into fruition is being at peace. And I I made peace with a lot of different things situations and people in my with myself in my own head I didn't have to do it with the situations or the people or the things you know there's a lot of different ways of to forgive and a lot of different ways to get peace and I feel me having that peace of mind um, made it um, so much easier for me to just get exactly what I wanted and what I needed to just be at peace and be at be and, and and have some joy in what I actually want to do and not care so much about other people's criticisms or or anything like of that nature. Yeah, Absolutely. so I think that's really important for people. You know, um, where people, can we find um, your paintings? Um, right now, you can find them mostly on uh, Instagram, and you can find them on, on also at the Blue Door www.bluedoorartcenter.org. You could type in Star Severon in the search bar, and you can also Google Star Severon. Severon is S-E-V-E-R-O-N, S like Sam, E like Victor, V. E like Edward, B like Victor, E like Edward, R O N like Nancy, star with two R's, and I'm at Instagram, just strictly star Severon, no spaces, no nothing, just star with two R's, Severon, and that's where you can find some of my paintings, and you can find updates on what's going on currently, and and I'm going to be putting up a highlight on my Instagram soon will show all my different links and I'll be setting up a shop soon and I'm going to be having a limited collection of mini paintings soon that are called Absolute Absolute Monsters and um, (laughs) mm -hmm. I didn't know you were going to paint my children (laughs) (laughs) they're called Absolute Monsters because they can absolutely um, do something, and they can absolutely not do something. And um, each one is unique and different, and they're all one of a kind. And um, I'll be um, putting those out there. And um, they're definitely available, and uh, my page is public also, so anyone can come by and see and um, and follow and um, <clears throat> hit notifications. 
so that you can keep up with my stories where I put most of my updates and um, notifications for new posts. And um, so that's definitely one way to uh, keep up with uh, the different creative things I have going on. And also a lot of the, uh, you know, um, humanitarian things um, that I get involved with also in my community. So, um, yes, Star Severon, S-T-A-R-R-S-E-V-E-R-O-N. Google it, look it up on Instagram, you'll find me. (laughs) Star, I want to tell you, your your painting Dreaming is amazing. I love it. Oh, thank you. That's the one that sold to the private collector. I love the I love the use of color in it, and it's just it's so nuanced. It's like every time I look at it, and I don't even I'm doing that whole thing with turning, <laughs> you know, like turning it and looking at different uh-huh. angles, and it just it draws me in, and it's like I see something new every time. Really incredible. So uh, if you guys checked it out yet? Yeah, Instagram, Star Severon, really good stuff. Uh, thank you, thank you, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Nyla. So, I want to trade you art for art. I want you to paint me a painting. Uh-oh. Sure, sure. And what I will I will send you something that um maybe five by seven. It doesn't have to be a big one. Okay. I mean whatever 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 you want to create is what I want you to create. And I've got some stuff okay. I've been working on, so I will I will trade you what I'm working on right now, which is a surprise. Okay. For okay. A painting. Yeah, my natural flow has been like, you know, like um abstract, a little surrealism, contemporary. Mhm. So you'll see Whatever a little Mhm. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. I will definitely do it. So, art are you gonna? Swap. Was yes. that? Did you read two already? No, I read one. <laughs> do you want to read two? <laughs> no, I could read you a small haiku. That would be as a maybe a a pre to the uh, poem I read earlier. <laughs> okay, read your haiku. <laughs> It's actually to not a practical haiku, <laughs> but I call it that. Okay. <laughs> that pain, guilt, been carrying it for decades, deep in the middle of my back. That's wow. it. That's, you know, so much with so few words, right? Now that we say it all the time, and mm-hmm. that's really good. I like that. That's why mm-hmm. I love haikus. So I've got a surprise for you. Okay. You read a technical haiku? The verge. <laughs> to taste before the separation of parts, annihilation of form in this, am I consumed? This useless desolation implicates the early dawning conception of lurid illusions of love lurking in these luscious figures. A less quintessential nature lies. The first descent is gentle. The border of this hollow picture lingers well around pent-up tension, but the sound unsound sense of active reception entices further envelopment. No inurement soothes the hurt of 
burst ideals. The reduction of friction between culprit and victim is found in identity when over the plunging verge. The confessional crescendo sings to retribution. Constricted in the stigma of these strings, awaited the blade falls loaded, leadedly, massive, for kings, fisher kings, pregnant with morbidly spiritual ostentation of penetrable inviolability, a dentate asylum of questionable sanctity, thus betrayed by a high note, bitten by the rule of naive hopes, the essential force lost. I prepare, I prepare for a long death. Surprise! <laughs> you still have that. <laughs> I have the verge. I have violence sworn, and I have tunnel pass, uh, pass, passerby. Passerby. Oh, okay. Wow, nice. So, which one, which one do you want me to close the show with? Tunnel violence sworn or tunnel? Okay, tunnel. I'll close the show with that one. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, my darling. Give your link one more time. Thank you. Do your link one more time, if you would. Star Sevron, just listen out for my name, S-T-A-R-R-S-E-V-E-R-O-N. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me at bluedoorartcenter.org. You can find me at Reverb Nation. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on a lot of places. You can just Google my name and find different places. A plus is if you Google my other name, Celed. S like Sam, I-L-E-D. Same last name, Severon. S-E-V-E-R-O-N. All right? So check it out and keep updated. Notif- check on notifications. <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Absolutely amazing. All right, thank you, my darling. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup here real quick. Um, I need to let area code 860 and 850 know that you are not in the lineup. If you guys want to come on the air, please press 1 so I'll know it's okay to unmute you. 216, you are not in the lineup either. So 860 eight five zero and two one six. If you guys want to come on the air, please press one so I know that it's okay to unmute you. If you're here hanging out and just listening, amazing. If you change your mind at any time, eight six zero or two one six mama, press one and I'll know it's okay to bring you on. I may just bring Mama on anyway. She may not be listening to me right now. Okay. All right, so our okay, next call I'm I'm officially muted now. Um, okay. I will be back as soon as I can. I don't want you to get all the driving noise. Okay. So I'm going to mute, and I will get back on as soon as I can. Okay. So, right. Jimmy will be back with us in just a moment. And my board is picked up. Like I said, we don't always do it pretty here, but we always do it. My board has totally messed up, so I everything's uh, unmarked. I need to check with uh, 347. Have I brought you on already? No. Bye, Nyla. What's that? 
Nyla, it's me, Star. Good night. Oh, okay. <laughs> good night, hon. I just, uh, I need to, I, I didn't know where I was. I was so scared. All right. Good night, hon. <laughs> All right. So our next caller then comes from area code 787. 787, you are on the air. Hello there. Hi, I'm Jess from Puerto Rico. Hey, sweet. Are you calling from Puerto Rico? Yes, I am. <laughs> that is awesome. So uh, how's the weather down there? Is it snowing yet? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I, w- I wish we had that pretty snow you see in commercials um, that is actually just, you know, um, black slush. Um, but I'm quite happy with just all the time sun <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so what time is it um, there? Um, I am only an hour ahead of Ethan. We don't celebrate um, fall back or spring forward. Uh, so it's just so. So right now it's ten forty p.m. my time. Okay, that's not so bad. No, well. <laughs> I'm a little older than I sound, so I'm, I'm a bit tired. But I'm pleased to have stumbled upon um, you guys. Um, quite refreshing, and I'm always looking for new spaces to to sit my poetry. So yay! Well, we are very, very glad you found your way here. Welcome to the family. Very excited. We've been here for where this is our 16th year on the air. We're here every Thursday, and now that you've been here once. You are part of the family, and you are welcome back anytime. Yay. Excited. <laughs> so what are you um, going to share? First of all, since it's your first time, tell us a little bit about you, who you are. Tell us a little bit about you as a writer and what poems you're going to share with us tonight. <laughs> um, so I'm a spoken word artist. Um, I do have two ground roots. Puerto Rico, uh, both um, on poetry. One is on poetry, bringing um, the open mic and, and slams into um, impoverished communities, and another is a merch site on which we bring the social justice issues onto merchandise, and those proceeds, proceeds go back to those same communities or, or nonprofits or, or um uh, leaders that are doing the good work in order to help help those same communities. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm always looking to to spread the word and and just always you know share share some art you know, piece of us. So beautiful. Awesome. Always so what have, what have you brought for us tonight? So I brought a piece that, um, that is both um, is part in Spanish and part in English. Um, I'm more than happy to translate any part that um, that you guys aren't, aren't clear about. Um, but I'm not going to take up too much time, and so I'm just going to dive right in if that's okay. Go ahead when you're ready. All right. No soy poeta. No me llamo poeta. Por favor, no me luzcas. Yo escribo. Yo lucho. Soy madre, soy mujer poderosa. Apoyo a lo de aquí. Rechazo el yanqui. Mis logros son pequeños. Mis palabras desaparecen con el viento. 
sin huellas y para unos visibles y otros elusivos. Pero poquito a poquito se van pegando estas huellas buscando alimentar y otros a sanar. Pero no soy poeta. <ríe> no marcho entre aplausos. Soy egoísta. Mis letras son las mías y no declamo a menudo. Como mamá soltera, ando súper cargada. Y aunque no tengo nada, a mis hermanos les ofrezco un pon. El pan de mi plato. Mis brazos que descansan sus cansancios. Y si la tengo, <ríe> el traguito de ron. Para el poet. Not your conventional poet. See, I cannot come on stage, force a smile on my face, mimic the sounds and poetic patterns, just the pitter patter of your forever imagined and characterized role. See, I will not play puppet to the likes of the posturized liberals, the same ones that find refuge in the academy by hiding their own addiction to fame and obscene consumerism. Those same behaviors and solutions they critique and discourse in their day-to-day practices. See, they lack real humanism and weak of opportunity. And I am not their cause today. I will not share the raw truths that I live, the scars that prevent my healing, the injustices that I see, that I breathe, and cannot escape under the conditions that... I do it pretty thoroughly. Soften my truth to appease your insensitive people. See, I will not exploit my own. I will not allow the shop of my verses to be confined and observed in censored captivity, to be criticized for my street poetry, yet flaunted, used, or chastised. At anyone's whim. I will not let you seduce me into your marketing trap. My anger is my own and it is my solace. The light that offers me solidarity when sadness or rage finds me in darkness. My art belongs to me and my struggling self. We will not wed. And your neoliberal Marx solutions are lost on me because, simply put, I am not a poet. Your excited vision of me and my art will not become your currency. And I will not allow myself to become appropriated to suit you or enhance your brand. I am not your poet. And I cannot be commercialized. No soy poeta. No me llames poeta. Ser poeta es una enorme responsabilidad, un trabajo a tiempo completo que nunca acaba. Pues claro, porque como artista tiene responsabilidad de ser parte del cambio social. No soy poeta. Soy jefa de familia. Y cuando llego a casa, me convierto en sirviente, cocinera, mamá, 
educadora, de hacer a mi nena, mi hija, consciente en su presente y el presente de su pueblo. Demuestro la importancia de tener compasión, orgullo, confianza en sí misma, de luchar por y amar a su tierra, sus hermanos y su propia piel. Acepto este destino. Y aunque no soy poeta, con mis letras desafío a los vientos y grito, soy alguien. I am somebody. Libre soy de tus ideales. I free myself from your ideas. Soy dueña de lo que soy. Only I own my future. Siembro. Me desnudo. I am unbreakable and nurturing. Sabrá quien me aceptará por mí. I cannot foresee who will accept me for me. Pero como poeta, yo voy a mí. But as a poet, I always got love for me. Poem. That was, um, you're done, right? Yes. <laughs> That was so incredibly beautiful here. And I'm just going to get this out of the way right now because I know I'm not alone in saying that you could make millions of dollars just sitting there and reading somebody a bedtime story. <laughs> well, you, you know, I, I think you need to st start a website and it's like story, yeah. story time is me and, you know, yeah, just – Absolutely beautiful, beautiful delivery on that. And it was wonderful to be able to hear that, you know, in both languages and the flow. I mean, it was just, it was, it was breathtaking, breathtaking to hear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the flowers. Only I own my future. That is so true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have much more control than people realize. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Natural words. It's um. It seems like it's too easy sometimes, though, for people to use crutches. I mean, it takes a lot of strength to be able to stand up on your own and say, you know, what what happens is up to me. You know, it's too easy mm. to, to use the crutch of a label or you you know use the crutch of a circumstance. You know, I, I think that somewhere along the line, we've really lost that warrior spirit and just the empowerment in that piece, I thought, was an incredible message. Yeah, but I, I think I think why um, community is everything. And, and when you, you support others, you're supporting yourself and, and you're only helping others to see the real beauty um, within their self. And you can only do that if you see the beauty within yourself, right? Um, so community mm -hmm. is, is, is everything. And, and I think um, us as, as artists and, and artists, it's a, it's a vast, um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's 
poetry, it's music, it's, it's art. Um, you know, I think uh, we, we, need, we need to really value ourselves and um, to value ourselves and to support each other, communities, everything. And, and then everything else just, you know, it's a domino effect. Everything just falls into place. Universal will reciprocate. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Do me a favor and tell everybody how they can come over and visit you, send you a friend's request, read more of your work, all that good stuff. Yeah. Read your work, get to know you yeah, better that, before you come back next week and read. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so I can be found on LSC Swag on all platforms. Um, though I must admit, most of the work I do is on the groundwork, so um, I'm not often on, on social media, um, but it's a website, it's, it's all the social media platforms. Um, and, yeah, just DM me there, and I, and I, I am responsive. I just don't publish um, often because um, it is a groundwork initiative, and, and so, uh, you know... Um, all of the work that we do is is, is uh, within the community. Don't really post often, but if you hit me up, uh, I, I I will respond. So again, it's um, L S C swag on all platforms. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, I am so glad that you found your way here. It was an absolute joy to hear you read and share with us tonight. And sincerely, you know, now that you found here your way here. Uh, you know, your name's on a chair. Anytime you come back, it's waiting for you and would love to. Uh, chat's asking you how to spell that out. Your link. Uh, yeah. L, like Larry. S, like Saturday. C, like um, cake. One of my favorite things. S. Like Saturday, W like Wednesday, A like Apple, G like Grape, L S C Wag. It's actually an acronym for the Groundwork Initiative, which is La Salita Cafe. La Salita Cafe is the poetry initiative. La Swag is the merch site where. Um, L-S-T, swag. L-S-T, yeah. L, Larry, Saturday, Charlie, Saturday, Wednesday, Apple, Grape. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm translating in my own head. But actually, so I just signed up for for your guys' website, and I, I can't seem to get the live chat working. I did log in. But I just keep getting an error. Um, yeah, I it doesn't thought, play nice. It hasn't played nice in a long time. You just have to. Uh, okay, I thought it was me. like, oh, I hate my network here. On but okay. Usually, if you just keep refreshing the page, um, it it will pop up eventually. But you have to poke it with a stick quite a bit. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for being here tonight, and I look forward to you coming back again. Thank you. Thank you guys for the safe space. 
<laughs> no problem. Thanks, honey. New caller, new person in our family. I'm so excited. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you for all the love you are showing them in the chat room. All right, our next caller comes from area code 807. 807, you're on the air. Hello, it's Ambassador Robbie, the Ambassador of Poetry. <laughs> Robbie, baby. <laughs> it was uh, good to hear Star. I was uh, glad to be able to get her over here. Uh, more than probably most other people I know or any other people I know, I, uh, uh, my my life is like, uh, how do I say, like lined up in terms of the interests. Like uh, I got into photography at your suggestion and one or two others, and that's something she's done a lot. And uh, she does her painting, and uh, most people don't know, but I'm, I have a bunch of acrylic paints ready to go. I just... And that's, that one's going to take a long time to get into. It's quite a, a skill set to acquire. It's If you don't have the more natural talent for it, it's you really have to practice a lot at it. But I'm going to be doing the digital art first, practicing there and and that. And, uh, yeah, just all those kind of various artistic interests. You know, usually somewhere along the way, uh, I end up partaking of something that she she's already been doing, so... So that's interesting. Uh, so I am going to read uh, Two of Wands. Uh, that's something that me and Star share with uh, interest in tarot. Uh, so I'll read that, and then I'm going to read another one that I have in my little thing here. Uh, okay, so Two of Wands. I'm balancing the energies of creativity in her skilled and wiry hands. Handling her energies with skillful care, daring the union of opposite energies, consolidating the manifestations of fiery energy now firmly in her grasp. Reckless with her fiery intent, she twirls the fiery wands long into the night till their energy is nearly spent. Her energy expended readily, ready for another surge of fiery creativity as those energies to the realms above and below they are sent. Twirling and whirling round life's unexpected events, she deftly weaves the energy that she creates till she elates in a fiery and metaphysical exposition, seeking to define her universe, her energy's signature and position. Her wands, fearsome energies, they set fire to her most vital thoughts, as wrought is the direction of energy that she seeks, hoping that the direction of this metaphysical engine it is the manifestation of energy that she wishes to create. And that is uh, two of wands. And two of wands. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and the second one. Uh, I, oh yeah, I'll read this one. It's funny because it's in the in the folder. It says Michelle. I'm like, huh. I can only think of one Michelle that this might that this might be uh, uh, directed to, but it's not like a it's not it's a metaphysical poem, and so I I'm trying. I was like, oh, this is one of those mystery poems. It's like okay, I can't remember. Exactly who that maybe was 
and why I wrote why I wrote it, but for, I'll read it for shits and giggles, <laughs> and because I don't remember it and it looks interesting. So, <laughs> a good reason is any to write, to read a poem, right? For shits and giggles, <laughs> Diamond Storm. To be free, to be set upon the universal mind in crystalline arrays. My senses sense the lattices of infinite regressive information, a matrix of universal forms that settles into the human mind, a vast array of complexes, of simplicities that the human mind wishes to find. I yearn to settle inside of it, a world of crystal, of spheres that sing with music from the outermost depths of space, as sound resonates within the lattice of a diamond that contains a singular song, a song of universal forms brought to life, as songs sing their mysteries and histories, a breathing forth of light to drive back the deepest night. It makes me feel young again, in both body and in mind, to find that crystal that spins like the core of a neutron star, light dancing in cosmic arrays of matriculated light, a light I set my sights upon, as I sign thoughtful signs, Sorry, sigh thoughtful signs as I look into her eyes. The universal mistress of form and energy. The mistress, sorry, the mistress that comes before my eyes in the form of crystal. Utterly transparent yet mysterious. As I look up to the sky and see a, crisp, and see a sea of crystals. And I say goodbye to all cares and woes. Feeling the dance of crystals light dancing and spinning within my now invigorated soul. And that is Diamond Storm, a poem that I cannot remember the context of, but I'm glad that I have it. <laughs> that Both of those were absolutely incredible, Robbie. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Applause, applause, applause. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean... You know, it's it's kind of like when Soldier Blue calls in and he reads something. It's like, I've been commenting on your poetry for so many years. I don't have any adjectives left for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, when you, for so long, you just, yeah, you don't know what to say. I think this was the Well, I know what to I say. Think... It's like I've said it a million times, and I sit there and think, yeah. what's something new or unique that I can say? Um <laughs> Um, um, I've said so many things I don't know anymore, but yeah. <laughs> absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing piece, honey. Right. Oh, thank you. Both I, of them. I think this was uh, someone that I had, uh, yeah, that I talked to in university about maybe twenty years ago. The, the poem is old enough for that, but I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember the context of exactly what the conversation was and all that but uh yeah i just came across and was like oh and it's just like one poem in that folder like i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's going on here <laughs> and when you write it when you write enough poetry that starts to happen <laughs> <laughs> it does it does yeah all right sweetheart tell everyone how they can show you some love because you so deserve it oh thank you uh i can be found at facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. And there, from there you can see all my other links 
and so you'll see things go the, uh, to my SoundCloud, and uh, all poetry is, is the ones that I usually focus on. And uh, we'll see what happens as time goes on, like if I do digital art and, uh, and that. So maybe I'll go, I'm not too sure where I'll go once I go that route, but we'll see as time goes on. Things will evolve. <laughs> it's fun seeing all the things you get into. You know, I, I always tell people that, you know, we are, we are not just poets, we are creative souls. And when you're a creative soul, if you aren't writing poetry, you you know, I mean, you just, you have different venues. And if you don't have different venues besides writing, then you need to explore them because it's important to do that. But I love mm-hmm. the fact that you do so many different things and share them and, you know, explore and have fun, and it's just cool. You're a great example of that. Well, thanks. It's, it's, like I always say to people, you're never really artistically bored because, like, for someone like myself, like, if I don't feel like writing for a while, well, you know, I can go to acrylics or digital painting. If I don't feel like doing that, I can do photography. I don't. If I don't do that, I can go to my drumming or or some other music. It's like, uh, yeah, there's there are many 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 options for me artistically. I, you're not going to see me very often being like, oh, I don't feel like doing that. I don't know. What, I don't know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> I do I'm trying I to think why. of. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that I can give you as a challenge at the beginning of the year. As, as something new for you to do next year. Rebuild an engine block? We did <laughs> the whole... <laughs> <laughs> Let's start out with something simple like changing the oil. <laughs> Mechanic, mechanically, is that's the biggest one for me that I, I don't have the biggest uh, talent pool in. I, I've, tr- I've taken little baby steps in that because I really want to become a more practical person. I've, I've learned, uh, it sounds like small things, but it's important for independence. Like, uh, COVID has made us have to do some things for ourselves because we can't afford it. And now, and now with the way the economy is, you know, you, you can't afford to do, have it done from someone else. Like, uh, I got my, wa- uh, I've changed my own watch batteries and it sounds like a small thing, but a lot of people don't do that. And a lot of people don't have the patience to, and they end up spending, you know, what, 20, 30 bucks to get their watch changed like that. And these days, you, you know, you can't afford it, right? Or even before, if it was in lockdown, you couldn't get to the place. But I've gotten to that point where I can do some of those little things like that, like change my watch battery or, you know, a, or you some know other little thing like fact? that. What's that? You're a watchmaker. I cannot... I no, I cannot wear watches because they last about three days on me and the battery goes dead. Oh, you're one of those people with the weird field around you. You make do you, you do you other do you make other electronic things kind of go wonky? Because I know I know there are people that are like that. That it they just have a weird. There is like a subtle like little electromagnetic field that we have around us. It's not like a obviously it's not very big because of the way human bodies are but yeah some people they're just charged weird or their field is kind of weird and things go put around them 
No, I don't. I don't know. I haven't noticed that. But when you know when you're driving and you go underneath the big power lines, mm-hmm. I can hear them. I can hear the static crackling from the power lines, and it's it's just like crazy intense. I stopped. If you ever get a chance to stop when it's raining out, stop and stand underneath the power lines, and you'll be able to hear them. And that's what I hear mm-hmm. all the time. So oh, that's wow. weird. I think. You know, I wonder what would happen if you wore one of those magnetic bracelets. Because you would probably have a different reaction to it, right? I don't know. If you You're try stuck and to the refrigerator. Into a monster, <laughs> <laughs> if you try and you turn into a monster, don't blame me. You know. You undertook the challenge yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robbie, tell everyone how to find you again, hon. Yeah, uh, Robbie's Multimedia Poetry at Facebook. Just go there and you'll find my links to uh, all the other stuff that I do. Perfect. All right, sweetie, we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Fantastic job, okay. sweetheart. You bet. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 850 Eight five zero, you're on the air. And then followed by that will be 216 and then 585. Okay. 850, you are on the air. Uh, oh. Well, hello. This, uh, my name is Rich. I was introduced as Dead Society Poet earlier. Oh, well, hello. How are you, sweetheart? Captain, no, my uh, captain. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my phone is actually in a uh, dead Dead Poet Society case. Uh, I, uh, That's awesome. I want to apologize right off the bat for the background noise. I'm actually southbound in the Mississippi River, so uh, there might actually be. Do you some know how many people would? Do you know how many people would pay for a sound bed like that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, use it, yeah, own it. I got you. <laughs> I got you. But. Uh, Anyway, um, I, I don't I don't think Jimmy Ray's back on here yet, but I do appreciate the invitation. And uh, I uh, I have no formal uh, schooling in creative writing uh, in Montgomery, Alabama, in the 80s. A a boy did not take creative writing unless he wanted. <laughs> Unless he wanted to have a real bad time, uh, mm-hmm. so there was something I sat on for years. Uh, didn't really, didn't really get to explore it, and uh, I discovered the uh, poetry side of Twitter a few years ago, and uh, met up, made friends with a couple of uh, people that I'm still friends with today that are fantastic writers and uh fast forward here we are uh my fourth book is on the market and uh i uh i have just started putting readings and uh little videos on tiktok of readings and stuff and that's kind of like my next venture out of my comfort zone. Uh, I'm very self-conscious about my voice and my accent, so doing a reading to people I don't know uh, would have scared, uh, 
it still makes me nervous, but it scared me to death. <laughs> you know, your voice and your accent, because they're freaking awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Are Will you kidding? Right Don't be self-conscious of that. I'm back now. You remind me of, oh, who's that guy? Hi, Jimmy. Who's that guy that was on Hunt for Red October? And was was like I don't was like James Bond for a while. Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah, Connery? that's who. That's who. You, that's who your voice reminds me of is Sean Connery in oh when God. he was in Hunt for Red October. So Rich, you know, how are you doing? he he sounds like you. Oh yeah. Your voice <laughs> is great. Don't ever don't ever think otherwise. Well, Welcome thank back, you, thank Jimmy. You. I'm glad you made it on time. Made it here in time. Absolutely. Rich, so glad you're with us. I'm glad you called in, brother. I, I, I can't wait to hear what you got for us. Uh, love your work. Okay, well, one one you've all, uh, you heard on TikTok, but uh, I, uh, I don't know. I guess in the journey of finding my voice, and I don't know, uh, I don't know if that journey will ever end. I hope it doesn't. Uh, I... I try, my, one one thing I want to say, my stuff is nowhere near as long as some of these others that have shared. Uh, but I try to paint. I try to use metaphor as creatively as I can to paint a picture and have a little mystery to it, where maybe what I say or what was in my head when I wrote it. Maybe you walk away with something a little different in your head, but the main idea you got. Oh, that perfect. might be amateur. I don't know, but that's what I do. That's, that's so, perfect. Uh, the, uh, and like I say, I apologize for the background noise. I really do. Oh, You're good. This, uh, this first one is, Oh, and there's actually a country song by this name. This first one I call Whiskey Lullaby. All right. <clears throat> Here I stand, another battle with the night, knee-deep in moonlight delusions as ocean-bent kisses fall upon the sand, thundering from the gate only to have my plans fall through again, humbled by the aching winds, bending my will like the palms along the shore, I curse my deceitful dream catcher with the rage of my father's eyes. Lame in my attempt to set fire to the stars, bathed in the dark rain of midnight nothings, no one knows this whiskey lullaby better than me. In poem. That was the tunes I'm talking about. Go ahead. Yep, I, I do. I do. I, I mean, I, I, now, Rich, I, you were, I mean, I, I, if you know anything about me, and I will tell you, I'm not going to go gush all over you. I'm, I'm very meticulous about what I comment on and who I follow. I just don't have time for everything. And from the first time I read your poems and saw the videos with your poems uh, on TikTok, you captivated me. And you just have this magical way of painting with, as you said, with metaphors, with words. And there's so much there, and it's just so well expressed. And I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how excited I am that you decided to call in. Nyla, this is our, what, second, uh, first-time caller tonight. This is a great show. Mm-hmm. But, but really, sir, yeah. you, I mean, thank you. Thank you. I really loved it. Nyla? 
Well, I am, when Jimmy he actually sent me a message and that whole thing about he's not going to gush is wrong because he sent me this big, long message about how amazing you were and you, that you were coming to the show tonight. And so <laughs> I was really excited about that. Jimmy, thank you for bringing him because he is amazing. And do you have a, do you have a second poem that you would like to share? Uh, yes, and no, uh, Jimmy has not heard this one. I'll share that. I'll share this one. And uh, okay. oh, see, da, 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 da. I believe I titled this one "Gravity of Souls." Oh, I don't have the title above it right here, but I titled it in the book. Uh, right. Find me in your, find me in your spell. Save this old heart from itself. You weave verses from a single kiss of magic, reluctant in who I have become, a saver that still needs saving. I won't ask again. Just hold me down in this gravity of souls. I'll take cover in the mirror's shadow, and maybe the moonbeams will no longer burn my eyes. End poem. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. Love it. I, I You know what? And... I, I think there's a, I think there's a lot of your a lot of your uh, poetry I still have yet to discover, but hopefully uh, you will come back and uh, join us again here on Speakeasy. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, uh, I, I appreciate that. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Yeah, I have. Uh, <laughs> I think I just I think I just passed 500. I think I have 500 poems on paper. Uh, I say I'm, I'm about 40 rights into the next book. Uh, which we call Bard Afghan Love Letters. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate that, man. I love I love your stuff on TikTok. I'll, I'll, um, so to, to connect with an artist as yourself and get, get that kind of feedback, man, I'm still, I'm kind of staggering from it. <laughs> well, you're going to find, uh, Rich, you're going to find here, uh, and, and you've probably heard, if you've been listening to most of the show here, um, there's no pretensions. Uh, we're all just a big family here. And um, I, I, I can speak for Nyla, but I think you're going to fit right in. And I just, uh, I, I really, um, you're, you, when I told you that, and I sent you that message, and I told you, and, I, and this is what I told him, Nyla, that he is right now um, currently one of my favorite poets. And I just, I, I get into the words and just incredible stuff, really good. That's amazing. Well, I'm really glad that you brought him here. Sweetheart, I appreciate you. I want to make sure that people can come love on you, so I need you to tell them where they can find you. Uh, well, my website, deadsocietypoet.com, will link you to all my social media. Uh, I'll put it in chat. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's not t- TikTok. Uh, TikTok. TikTok is a new thing for me. So that's not linked on there yet, but it's Dead Society Poet on TikTok. Perfect. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, and we will – you, you're not on Facebook, are you? Yes. Yes. There's uh, my website link, my, my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, okay. all three, same, same, same name, Dead Society Poet. Awesome. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you next week. Absolutely phenomenal uh, debut to the show, and I see see big fandom for you in your future. (laughs) 
Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, and it's great readings by everyone else, too. I've, I've, I've been hearing some great stuff. I appreciate you. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thanks, Rich. We'll see you, buddy. Thank you. Okay. Wow. That makes me so happy. I know, right? He's just such a nice guy, and, and his words are so. I mean, I'm, and, and and the fact that we're getting, you know, here to join all of us, and that's oh, great. It's great because he wasn't even sure if he was going to read tonight. He was like, I don't know. I don't know. So well, just come listen. Just come listen, and if you like it, hey, you know, you feel it, then do it. I loved where he was talking about, you know. Didn't take creative writing because boys didn't take creative writing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the stigmas, right? But to, to just get past all that and be where he's at now, what you got to applaud him. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, who's next now? Absolutely. Okay, so our next call. Oh, you have to guess. Somebody you love very uh, dearly. Soldier, Soldier Blue. No. Soldier Blue. Michael Todd. No. No. Uh, is it as regular or mm-hmm. oh, has boobs? Okay. Well, it's neither of those guys. Um, and it's a regular. Yep. It's Mama. <laughs> it is Mama. Ah, Mama, bring her. Bring Mama. I need a hug. Well, I'm here, and um, you got a thousand pictures of me, so I don't know. Um, how come you can't make I, I want a thousand. I want a thousand more. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mama. I'm so glad you're there with Nyla because I always miss you. Every time I get ready to get on, you're just leaving. I wasn't going to miss I, you this I'll, time. I'll, I'll get critiqued today, so great. Um, this is from my uh, poetry soup site called um, Poetry Soup, and I'm a lifetime right. member there, and. Um, I just looked down and saw the compliments that I got on this piece, and I said, let me read it on my daughter's show. The name of it is called Through Different Eyes. Through different eyes, you can see things more clearly. Through different eyes, you can empathize with the totality. If you could only replace the blinders on your own, Seeing things from only where you stand, not able to digest the views of the other man. If you can walk in someone else's shoes, if you would be the dog never getting the bone, if you were facing death at every turn, if you could not fight a man at the age of four, if your past, future, and present were all the same, if you had no safe place in this world to stay, if your color screamed, shoot me, kill me, mistreat me, without shame, if you knew you could not survive another day and you heard some disinterested party callously say, get over it. Just for once in your secure and selfish life, look twice into another's face and time. <coughs> Try and look and see with different eyes. If you have a heart that is too unwilling or a spirit bound, this will shorten your sight 
and limit your mindless views and let you only see that which benefits you is true. See, the truth that stares you in the face today, I am the victim of which the wicked pray. Tomorrow you may live to take my place. Through different eyes, you will see circumstances change. Things concealed will now appear more real. Clear vision is the plight to which you must appear. Unless we see life through brand new eyes, the sooner we'll see humankind's demise. Incredible, Mama. You know, you're so right, too. You know, just that simple, it almost sounds simple, you know, just seeing through different eyes. And the short-sightedness of those who can't and how limited they are. But, you know, there's always a chance to break through to someone and get them to see through different eyes. It doesn't happen often, but it can. And uh, also, Mama, you know, I, I just loved everything about this. I, I always, your delivery is always just on point. I love the passion in your voice. Your subtle internal rhyming just clicks just right. There's just this flow, and I am so happy that I was here on with you to hear this live. Thank you so much. Um, be blessed, and thank you so much. But finally, you got to get a critique from Jimmy Ray. Yay! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Nyla? Do you know, I'm Mama, so how... Do you know how better off the world would be if it just, if it read your poetry and just did what you said? Yes. Yeah. Read. This mm-hmm. is, this is the, this is, this is a remark. I didn't even know it was on there. It says, Vicki is one of the most accomplished poets on this site. This piece is another testament to the deep, powerful pieces that you pen. Just amazing work, my friend. It more than deserves a seven. Pandita. And I don't know who that is, but he wrote that on my Poetry Soup site. So you all, please go over to Poetry Soup, find Vicky Aqua, and please leave comments on my poem. But you have to join in order to leave comments. So I'll leave comments. Worth so it. Do it. Yes. It's Poetry Soup. Yeah, Poetry Soup, one word. Yep. You going to share another one, Mama? No, I'm only going to do one because they're pinging me. Okay. I told my God, I told my gotta spend time with my daughter. I said, Don't be peeing me at eight o'clock. But guess how I found <laughs> out about the show that I first guess how I found out that the show was on because I was definitely in La La Land and not even know what day it was, right? Guess how I found out about the show? How? Your auntie Maggie called me and says, I'm listening to Nyla. She's giving out homework on the uh, on the internet. I said, can you respond on the Internet and tell her I'm coming? She's like, no, but I can. Uh, I said, oh, my God, I forgot. I didn't know the day was Thursday. And um, she's like, I, I said, well, let me get over there. So I got over there at like at 8.15, and then I talked to her to like 9.15. And so I got in <laughs> It was crazy. But she's definitely listening. And that's the whole point. Um, I wanted to hear, you know, more poetry and get a person 
her courage to come in on her own. So she's on step two now. She's at least coming <laughs> in on her own. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So thank she you. She is again. a treasure Love for sure both. too. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Mama. Love you both. I got some stuff to tell you. Somebody been messing with me, Jimmy. I, I need you to beat somebody up for me. Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can, I'm tough. I can help. I, know, I, I can kick their tough. shins. I'm really short, so I can't do much, but I can just beat the heck out of their shins. I need a, I need a, real, I need a real gangster, a real thug. I need Jimmy Ray. Yeah, I need Jimmy Ray. Hey. He's all, he's all. <laughs> That's right. Jimmy Ray don't let nothing bad stand. You know that. All right. Okay. Anybody playing <laughs> with them? All right, baby. I'll see y'all later. All right, sweetheart. Thank you, Mama. You're welcome. Okay, so. Oh, ah, what a good, right, what a good night. Our next caller. I know, right? We have I'm sorry, I'm just Please pardon me. I know we need like an hour and a half left, but I know we got a limit, but still, love it. <laughs> well, I want to, I'm, I'm not sure how much time we're going to have. I think we're going to have plenty of time because we still, the entire night, we've only had five lines coming into the studio. So, you know, I'm glad that we enough people were able to get through to actually yeah, pull absolutely. up the show tonight. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> um, yes. But go ahead and have a couple poems ready because I want you to read read a couple more before we take off tonight as long as we have time. I'm always ready. Okay. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 585. 585, you are on the air. Well, hello. How are you? Wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm better now that i got a chance to hear some of what I've got a chance to hear. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and the interplay, well, you know, um, um, that's great. Yep, the whole night, and then you sprinkle sprinkle it with a little curry, and it just gets better, <laughs> better, adds a little heat. So uh, I'm with a, a little bit of a dilemma. I don't know if it's much of a dilemma, but it's a thought. Um, so I do a lot of uh, writing, I think as a lot of us do on different websites and sometimes that means you do because of contests which I only use for you know just basically for the prompt that they use I'm not really concerned with winning or not winning but by somebody else, else's uh, lights I, I don't really care too much about that but when they give you a contest it's always going to give you a prompt and that's what I go into them for and sometimes when uh, when you really write something that really neatly works to the prompt, it makes me wonder if you walk away from it or someone who didn't see that it was a contest read it, would it make any sense? You know, if they didn't see the picture or the description of the prompt um, to, to connect your poem with, how much would it really make sense? Um, so I wonder about that because you can write a, a very nice poem that perfectly captures what a picture prompt will say or what a description or whatever the prompt was. And, and I just wonder sometimes if it doesn't make sense otherwise. But so I wrote such a poem this week, and it was uh, a prompt had to do with jazz, which is 
a thing that I would kind of be really interested in. So I wrote this poem, <laughs> and it's like this. In the, it's called In the Mood. Now, I'm going to tell you that some of what's in here are parts of lyrics of songs, parts of names of entertainers who are jazz entertainers, parts of street language. Um, so here it is. Very good. In the mood. There I go, there I go, there I go. Booning in the cellar, getting my solid kicks off this sneaky peak. Blowing puffs of gauge and ill wind and stormy weather on a Harlem rooftop. Solid nocturne. I'm in the mood for love. Duke, Basie, Lester, Billy and them. Wardell blowing scrapple from the apple. Cool, like a bird and dizzy. It's weak, solid kicks, killing jive. I'm in the mood for ass. Miles, baby, I hear you. Train, it's a love supreme. Keep on. Wow. Um... You know, I'm. <laughs> I think I still got your voice in my head, man. You just music so, to our ears. <laughs> yeah. So, and poetry is music, but I'll tell you what, that works as a definitely works as a tribute. Love the lyrics, love the inclusion of the artist, uh, but I think what just brings it all together uh, is your voice, and it's just so. You just have such a, and you always do. You just have this soothing lull that just carries everything. Just puts everything together and uh, and and going back to the quandary about the prompts you know i think that you know that is an that, that is something that you think about you know would this stand alone if the picture wasn't seen but i think a lot of times you're painting with words too so i think ultimately it does come through but that was um, truly truly incredible piece i'm so glad i got to hear it well thank you you know my own thing my own thought about that too is that of course, it stands alone. Um, one of the things when I first started reading poetry, really reading poetry when I was in school, when I was in college a long time ago, they had an exercise in explicating a poem and where you would go in and you, if you had to look up every single word in a dictionary and a thesaurus to find out what could the poet possibly mean, you started with the premise that what the poet was saying made sense. It's just you who needs to understand. And so um I kinda I kinda keep that in mind, uh so that so I'm not writing to anyone, but if there's a general topic I can write about that, but I'm not writing to anyone so that everybody else can be excluded. You know. Uh, if I write what I think or feel then, you know, anybody who really wants to know can either pick it up from what's going on there or they can do what I did in a lot of cases. I go look, you know. If, for example, in, in that poem, it had Scrap Wardell, Scrapple. From, that was the name of Wardell Gray was a tenor saxophonist, and his tune that he was known best for was Scrapple from the Apple. And Scrapple is a meat dish made of pork uh, scrapings and, and leftovers, basically. So there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you can dig through to find um, cultural meanings. That's what it is. 
Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that Scrapple. I, and that, that just rang a bell. When I was much, much younger myself, I, I was reading a book about uh, Alcatraz, of all, of all things, and that was a term they referred to uh, describing the food they had. Yeah, and yeah. so and that just popped into my head after how many years just by you saying that. So, yeah, it's always yeah. good to really get indoctrinated on the terms. Straight poem, neither. So here's a little I'm simpler just, rhyme. Uh, I'll go ahead. I was just going to drool on you, but go ahead. You're going to drool <laughs> on me about which you probably don't want right now because I do have a cold, so it probably wasn't a good idea anyway. But, yeah, I was still going to drool on you, but I want to hear you read okay. another. If you were going to drool on me for that one, you're probably going to drool on me for this one. <laughs> um, this <laughs> may have been Lila. I don't know if everyone's heard it. This is called Said Jill to Jack. You make me shiver till I'm about to shake. My heart's a quiver like a damn earthquake. The sound and fury like ears with the thunder. I'm a flush with a gush from heat down under. Oh, how you do what you do when you do. What makes me keep climbing this hill with you? Your fingers, your lips, and all up to the hilt, its weight and its wiggle and how it was built. That thing, that thing. Oh, come on. You make me you take me to hell and back when I come on. Come to me sweetly. Love me completely. Come on, Jack. Just one more good one, then we can go back. You're no old King Cole, and I'm no Snow White. You're just good, loving Jack, a randy man of might. I'm for, I'm but a poor girl who just can't say no since you filled me to brimming and thrilled me so. In poem. <laughs> oh, Nyla. I don't. I might gush first. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, and a perfect example, I think, of how, you know, we talk about, you talk about the show's rating at the beginning of the show, and, and you know, that's, uh, I think this is a, just a perfect example of how, you know, you can exude so much passionate peace uh, without ever being truly explicit, and that was just, that was full of passion. Nyla, I know you, uh, I know you've got plenty to say, so I'm going to let you get to it. I'm just sitting here blushing. No, actually, you know, I think that uh, we, we all have someone where we fall victim to that addiction, you know, the uh, just, yeah, it, it was awesome. Uh, thank it. you. Well, You're I want to ask you for a favor, and this, can I do one other one? Of course. Do you have time? Uh, okay. I'm going to say yes. Thank you, love you. Um, and the reason I want to do is, as Lila, as you know, over the past month we were involved in a production of a play, and we mm-hmm. did this play. And uh, I, I would advise anybody to be on the lookout for it um, because it's it's it, it's a well written it's, it's a national play that we happen to do here in Rochester, but it's you know going to be on and off Broadways by one of the known playwrights. Anyway, um, it's called Barbecue, and um, so we did this play. But we did in two weeks. We did ten. Shows, but we were like beat because I mean, 
you know, the, when you the first week you're doing the show, the, the days leading up to it, you have tech rehearsal, so you're not off those days either. And you're like basically working after work for those of us who don't do this professionally, completely professionally. You're basically working after work for 10 days in a row. And so that's kind of how it goes when you're doing theater. And some time ago, I wrote this poem called No Show Today. And it's about the letdown or the postpartum feeling that you get when you finish the show. No show today. No show today. Luxuriating in languor, a mid-Sunday morning shower. Oh, the bathe away last night, the lights, the music, the acting, tension of time and the lines, remembering the blocking. Yes, to forget for precious moments, to bask in not remembering those words, that movement, each expression, to try and rejoin the commonplace, the girlfriend, the dog, the shopping, stuff of real life, abandoned utterly on that stage, where we engage you in a very real-world fantasy, place of made-up experience, especially acted just for you, to take home and dream upon on days when we are not off, but not today. No show today. Hmm. Wow. You know, not only so, uh, you know, just so well expressed, but, um, and I would say, Natalie, you probably agree with me here, but um, you, sir, are definitely uh, an inspiration. And what I mean by that is, uh, and of course, I've been doing this for a long time. I live you know, we go way back, but so I've seen and heard a lot. And I will tell you right now that you are your voice, the way you express your poetry, uh, is the epitome of what spoken word can and should be. And wow, I mean, I, I just I can't say it any more than that. Really, I am absolutely flattered. And forgive me. Um, I don't know who you are. I'm Jimmy Ray in. Davis. Uh, Jimmy Ray Davis. Jimmy Ray okay. Davis, the word machinist. Uh, okay. Back a long way with Nyla, and I've co-hosted okay. with her before, and I've heard you on the show several times. But uh, and I've heard and I've just heard uh, voice. Jimmy Ray Davis. I wrote it down this time. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'm sitting. I'm sitting in a radio studio. I just did. I just did my. Uh, I have a radio show that comes on in Chicago on Saturday night called Blacks and Blues, and uh, I just recorded. I ran in here, recorded a one-hour show, so that I would have the second half of uh, your show to be able to sneak in here and see if I could read a poem or two. And so I've just finished that when I came on, got a chance to hear him. Uh, Mama and, and actually two other people before her. So um, it, it's a good night when I can do my other thing and do poetry, but also more than that, to listen to the other people do theirs. That's always a good night. So thank you both. It is a good night. Absolutely. Yeah. I am uh, Doug Curry. I have my name back to my full name, Douglas Curry, because my Facebook account got hacked, so it's now back to Douglas Curry, so we can start over again. Uh, but that's where I'm found on Facebook. I put a whole lot of poetry on Facebook, but I have interesting people drop by my page and say interesting things sometimes. 
Uh, poetry can be found on allpoetry.com, right under the name of Manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D 99, Manchild 99, on allpoetry.com. So I'm always glad to interact and to, to hear from anyone. Perfect. All right, you guys, make sure All you right. go and, and show got, him some love. All yeah, right. I got the links in the chat there. Well, well thank you Perfect. guys. You do you a wonderful job. You know that. But I just, you know, you, you just need to be told every single time you do a wonderful job. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetheart. Right. And remember thank to, you. when your show's on, remember to post the links on our page so people can come over. Will if do. you remember, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but, you know. No, you're right. You've got, right. You got will, people who want to listen. I will, I will get it out there. Awesome. Appreciate you so much, sweetheart, and love you very dearly. Thank you. All right. Back next week. Thanks, Doug. All right. Thank you. See you. Good to hear Sir. All right. So. Oh, man, the show keeps getting better and better, Nyla. I know, right? So yeah. it looks like we still have Jessica on. Jessica, do you want to come read another quick one before the end of the show? If you do, press 1. And then we'll get Jimmy to read a couple, and that's probably going to close out the show. So if you're just listening, Jessica, that's awesome. If you want to come back on and read one, then press 1, and we'll know that you want to come back on. And they probably right. I probably put them to sleep. There we go. Let's go ahead and bring them back on. 860. Are you there, baby girl? Yeah, because if I had to press it again and then press that, okay. Never mind, sorry. <laughs> no, Do you I have a quick one you'd like to close out the show with since you've waited so patiently? Yeah, sure. Um, hold on, I'm trying to look at this. Um, I'm trying to find something I haven't read on your show. Um, it doesn't matter if you've read it here before. Because we have people come and go, and they're at this show, but not the last show. So even though you've read it before, you know, even though you've read it before, there's people who haven't heard it yet. So that's perfectly fine, and I'll hear it a million times. So just so you know. Okay. Um, Okay. I have the right to be unabashedly who I am. Free to... What does it say? Sorry. Uh... I don't even know what this says. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a different one. You're good. You're good. <laughs> okay, I have the right to be unabashedly who I am. Before I found my, before, since I found myself, I am stronger than ever. I have purpose and meaning. I live life with less fear. I may still struggle, so I fight. For I'm not a mistake. I'm a gift, a jewel, a prize. So, since I have accepted my past, I no longer dwell way back when. I am here and I will not stop screaming through my pen, telling the world all I met, telling the world all I went through in hope of helping others to heal. The end poem. Jessica, you know, you are, I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you that you are one of the, probably one of the strongest people I know because that poem kind of sums it up a little bit too where you know you've been through so much and you have this positive energy that you put forth 
despite all of that. And it really comes through, and and you just shine for it. And um, I, I love that. It's absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I just want everybody to. I just try to tell you know everybody they they can just like I tell us a lot of people they should just write down their feelings, and it really helps if you just write down your feelings. You can just let them out on the page, and they're they're gone. You know, they're out of you, and it really helps those. Write it down, you know, as you know. Absolutely. Beautiful job, sweetheart. I appreciate you hanging on through the whole show. I'm glad you were able to get back on and share one with us before we closed out. So do you want to do me a favor and before we leave here, tell everyone how to find you again? Yes. Um my, if you want to ask me, it's Jessica Brooke Miller. Um, I, if you want to read my poetry and see videos, you can go on Jessica Brooke Poetry. That's my author page. And on YouTube, I'm Jessica Brooke's Poetry, Jessica Brooke Apostrophe S Poetry. And that's all. Perfect. And I will listen to Jimmy close out the show. <laughs> all right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Bye, Jessica. Bye. Good night. Ah, oh, she's such a sweetheart. She's such a delight. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to share with us before we are done for the evening? Okay, I got one up here. This has got an interesting title. It might make you cringe a little bit, but stick with it. Um, I, I just wrote this a couple of days ago, so this would be one of the newest pieces I've written. haven't posted anywhere. haven't done anything with it yet. This is called Where Children Go to Die. This is almost like a Nyla prompt that never was said, but this is one of the darker prompts, the uh, faux prompts, uh, Where Children Go to Die. There's a house in Steeltown at the end of Old Mill Road where children go to die. At least that's what I'm told. For sadness is a sickness. It permeates the soul, takes away your happiness, leaves the body cold. It starts with great depression, a sickness deep inside, until the child is overwhelmed. Nowhere left to hide. Reason takes a vacation, locking logic in a shed. Strange impulses come and go. Insane thoughts fill their heads. Misery doesn't love company, despite all you've been told. Their insides wither slowly. They begin to feel old. With no one left to turn to, They cry in the realms of sleep, waiting for a moonlit jaunt to the house at the end of the street. Ascending cobwebbed porch steps, opening the unlocked door, climbing steps despite bloodstains and that dead mouse on the floor. Entering a child's playroom with toys strewn all about knowing after they go in, there'll be no way out. Laying on the lavish bed, their pain released with a sigh, guests forever in the house where children go to die. 
end poem. I'm so sad now. <laughs> I, oh, you know, what can I say? I, I just, um, i got to do that to you every once in a while. <laughs> you got it <laughs> perfectly fine. <laughs> and what is your last one? Um, you, uh, do you have any pre- do you have a do you have a request? Do you have any preference? Long, short? What what are we doing? Just a short one and then we'll close it out? Whatever you want to read, love. Um, okay. Well, um let's do a short one. I call this poem Hammers. I hear the hammers pounding, they disturb my slumber. They are loud and bad and ugly, and really quite a bummer. I don't know why they do this. I'm not sure what I did. Those hammers have been pounding since I was a little kid. Maybe when I'm dead and snuggled safely in my grave, I'll feel the blessed calm when those hammers go away. And pump. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great yeah, it's way a to rare end short. the show. That's a rare short one. It's a wee bit every now and then, you know. You gotta ease up a little bit. Um, Nyla, it's uh, I'm honestly just had a wonderful time tonight. Thank you so much for asking me on. I I feel you know I feel this every show though. I like I say this this feels like an extra special show, but I felt that last time. And I think um, what co-hosting does for me is it kind of, uh, I'm here for the duration. I know I had a little break earlier, but um, I can't always be here for the duration when I call in. I usually call in early because I'm working on a video. I'm working on something. Um, but uh, being here for most of, the, most of the show, the entirety, is special in and of itself. And then to be here two first-time uh you know, callers to the show, that was great. To hear my buddy from TikTok come on, my boat captain buddy Rich, uh, and then, you know, and then you just had a plethora of, I mean, we didn't have Soldier Blue and we didn't have Michael Todd, which I hope they return because they are mainstays and they are just uh, so, just so at the top of their particular games. Um, but to have, you know, Douglas Curry and Mama and Jessica twice, uh, Robbie's on. I didn't get to talk to him, but um, just uh, what a what a magical time! And and I won't get into it too much more tonight. We can talk about this on the anniversary show, but uh, I will thank you once again, Nyla, for all you do and keeping this going. Um, it is the poets that come here and that read that make this family what it is, but they can't be what it is without a place without a bastion, without a home. And you provided that. And thank you from my heart. Well, you're welcome. And I appreciate you, especially being last minute like this. You know, there's a couple times during the show where I had to stop and sneeze and blow my nose and be miserable and, and horrible and be all <laughs> cold person like. And, and I'm really glad you were here too. Uh, Cause that would have been horrible for someone to be waiting for me to say something, and I can't because, you know, I'm not on the air. 
So it just right. it means a lot to me that you were able to do that for me tonight, and you're awesome and amazing, and and just appreciate you. Thanks, and I got to hear I got to hear you read four poems. So you know, what can yeah. I say about that? Huh? Right. <laughs> and and don't forget, December's coming up. So be ready for Word Machinist Christmas. You know, we have the Word Machinist Wonderland going on at TikTok starting on December 1st, and I will share much of that right here. I'm excited about that. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be a lot of fun. So tell everyone all your links and stuff again. Jimmy Ray Davis at Facebook. Uh, We're going to get an author page going there. We're going to transpose everything for now, facebook.com slash Word Machinist. And then TikTok, uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, Reverb Nation, just Word Machinist. I'm, you, you'll find me. There's no other. I keep seeing if there's going to be any copycats. So far, there haven't been. So keep me in on any of those sites, and please come follow, come join, give me your links. I want to give back and um, check it out. Let me know how I'm doing. All right. Thank you so much, sweetheart. And we will for sure talk to you next week. Actually, let me look at the calendar. Uh, the following week, so, right? Yeah. Well, actually, next week is Thanksgiving, right? Right. So the following week will be our anniversary show. Yeah. Will be our anniversary show. Wow. Um, I better get so busy. Excited. I have nothing yeah, done. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetheart. We'll, we'll, I'll talk to you this week. I'll talk to you before next show. So, thank you. All right, Nada. Love you. Love you too, hon. All right, you guys. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I want to thank you all for being here. We are going to close down the show with another piece by Star Severon. And the one she said she wanted to hear was Tunnel Passerby. So, here we go. We'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Still. I cannot tell you what value, how important, where everlasting, haven't found it yet. Every bit is rising like a moon, fluttering in silver. Possibilities. Thing or a thought, it disappears somewhere, like the tick to my talk, to feel human again after the seventh shock. A heart pumping, rings of muscle, mapped sinews, near-death views of love in your silhouette. Empty space between all of you and this timed isolation of my heart. Language fixed to my ear, avoiding live green eyes. I let you walk past me, tunnel passerby. If I touch you, by chance, by accident, by death, by love, by desire, by dinner time, by church, by antiquity, by destiny, by skin, by Friday, by crying, by leaving, it will be my memory moaning for togetherness again with the ebb and flow of zeros echoing in the silent timing. Gravitational lens juxtaposes all shades of desire, 
sense hearing, bottled in language, of worlds undiscovered in, around, through, green eyes, but I cannot touch you when you are a trickle bird drooping from the skyline sun in the blue or the black, your neon white outlined stranger in young relation brought me back. Sorry, our days are numbered and we must face the tough blue earth every day, every night, like another and